This is Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Oh, yes, they do. Getting set for tip-off at the Target Center in Minnesota. The T-Wolves hosting the Raptors tonight. Paul Jones and Jack Armstrong will have the accounts and descriptions. Jim Taddy and Dwayne Watson until then. Maybe they walk into something back-to-back consecutive nights and T-Wolves struggling four straight losses and not very good at home. No, they're not. I mean, I think you look at this, though. The T-Wolves are also on a back-to-back, too, and they were on the road uh, in Indiana. So they're coming back home, too, and obviously the snowstorm. But... You know, that could be something. But I feel that the balanced effort you got from the Raptors last night against the Wizards was, was solid. Um, you still want to get, you know, your guys who come back from injury more minutes. And, you know, I think that this team is playing. They've turned the corner in terms of being able to put teams away, which is was important. And the great thing about a win last night was nobody got stretched in terms of minutes. That was uh, the ultimate right. in uh, load management there within the game. Exactly, and I think that's coach. Coach Nurse is aware of that, and I think knowing that you know you're going to hop on the road for a back-to-back, um, facing a Timberwolves team that's not going to necessarily lie down for you, but your young guys can step up and, and spell the minutes that, that's needed, and also you want to get guys like Fred their minutes to do what they need to do, and Pascal and Fred as well. I love the rotating the seven starters the rest of the year and controlling minutes for Gasol, Siakam, and, and of course Freddie as he returns tonight. I think that's brilliant. I think Coach Nurse has the ability and proven that he can play around and try different and new things, and I think um, he's going to exhaust every every configuration and manipulation of his lineup to get the best out of them, and we've seen it. I mean, we've seen like Serge Ibaka has played so well in the absence of, of Marcus Gasol, and Marcus Gasol is looking really good in his return, too, so why not? He was going to do it anyway, right? Yeah, he was, uh, but I think having the confidence to do it, knowing that guys can not take it in any kind of personal way where it's like, oh, why am I not starting or not? Because, you know, Serge Ibaka, who wasn't starting. Remember when that was a big thing? Exactly, Oh, he's right? not starting tonight. Right. James Johnson's not starting tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and it's really about who finishes the game, which we saw, That's you know, right. is this team. And this team's embraced that. I mean, they, they are a team. I mean, you know who your main guys are, but whoever pl- plays well, plays, plays well is going to finish. A final thought. What do they have to guard against with the T-Wolves? Um, yeah, that's, it's funny when you look at a team like the T-Wolves that is still trying to figure it out. And I mean, you know, Andrew Wiggins, who's somebody I've really talked about is having a strong season, but you know, we're not shooting the ball particularly well. I think, you know, this team's strong in the, on the glass. Obviously they've got a lot of size. They've got a lot of young guys, but they still haven't figured out how to put it together. But I think they can't overlook this team in terms of like, this is the Timberwolves. You know, we're playing well. We're to go. They can't overlook anybody. Okay, off to the Target Center we go. Paul Jones and Jack Armstrong are going to plug those guys in. Welcome aboard, guys. Opportunity knocks. It does, James. And uh, the Raptors have two in a row. They're going to try to stretch this thing to three, maybe four, when you see Atlanta on Monday, Jack. Got to play them one at a time. But, um, you know, I'm amazed that this team is only two games behind where they were last year. And they've thrown, let's face it, they've thrown away three of the last four games losses when you think about that close loss to OKC the close loss to Portland you know they, they let one go against San Antonio like I mean they could theoretically be in second place right now. and ahead one game ahead of where they were last year if you can believe that yeah no it's it's pretty crazy and uh, but nonetheless here they are in a, in a good position and finally to start the second half of the season tonight here both teams playing a back-to-back the Raptors have their full complement of players uh, that hasn't happened uh, too often, and uh, you know, so Raptor fans are pretty excited about what potentially could happen here in the second half of the season. And obviously, you have the trade deadline coming up on Thursday, February 6th. I saw today Adrian Wojciechowski's uh, report on ESPN about the fact that the Raptors would consider, you know, trying to upgrade their team and 
you know, open uh, to seeing those things. So we'll see if Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster decide to do anything. But uh, I think when you look around the Eastern Conference, it should be a fun race. It already is. You know, Jack, Bobby Webster's on this trip, and, you know, I was teasing him. I said, oh, trade coming, general manager on the trip. He said, Jonesy, we're trying to evaluate who we have. And it's kind of too bad that they haven't been able to do that, Jack, because they may need a piece. Yeah. But as presently constructed, I think this team could easily win the East. This team is very good. Um, the question is, is there one more piece that can get you over the hump? Right. And from an asset perspective, what assets would you want to give up uh, in order to pull that off? So it, it's intriguing. It's fascinating. It's fun considering that, you know, on whatever it was, July 6th or 7th when Kawhi Leonard left, I think people were pretty down. And here you are. And people that, that don't understand exactly, were down. It's not, like, it's not like LeBron leaving Cleveland no. where he left the cupboard bare. No, they is, were, you said it, Jack, many times. They were good before. And they were, they're good after, totally. too. This is going to be year seven of the playoffs for the Raptors, and this is the great run. This is, this is the glorious run in franchise history. It who is. Know, who knows how long this will last, and who knows if it will ever happen again, so enjoy it. And uh, at the same time, when you're in these moments, you want to capitalize it, too, so it'll be inter I, interesting to see what they do. I agree wholeheartedly, Jack. You're in go-for-it-now mode. You really are. You should stay in it because there are lots of times when you got to – buy the house and pay the mortgage <laughs> let's go to the starters for the toronto raptors number 23 fred van bleet number seven kyle lowry number 43 pascal siakam number three og anunobi and number 33 mark gasol the head coach of the raptors is nick nurse as they always do on the road, the Raptors never acknowledge individual individual introductions. They go out as a team and say we're 15 strong. And that Raptors starting lineup was brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. This is appropriate today. Burr, as in burring on <laughs> winter in a Subaru. Hurry in for lease and finance rates from 0.99% at your local Ontario Subaru dealer. And I hope you got a Subaru today with the snow here. And I joke, Minnesota. But, Jack, we got more back in Toronto by the sounds of it. Yeah, well, it was a nice day yesterday in Toronto. A little cold, but, but nonetheless, uh, when we landed last night, it was quite the scene snow-wise. But uh, no snow here today. Sunny and just very chilly. Uh, that's the challenge for Taddy and Watson and... Radash Vandy and Steve Eliopoulos back at Raptors Central there. Um, get rid of it before we return Monday night <laughs> in Atlanta, right? I, I, Jack and I want golf weather. That ain't happening for a few months. No, not a few, not so, at least not in Toronto. The Timberwolves about to be introduced. And here's a team that started well, Jack, 10 and 8, and just fell down. Let's get the Timberwolves introductions. Shot! 
the Timberwolves is Ryan Saunders. All right, there are the Timberwolves. We're set for the starting lineup. And the opening tip-off, minutes away, the opening tip-off is brought to you by the OLG ProLine app. Put your knowledge on the line anytime, anywhere. Download the app today and get way into the game. So we're set to go here at the Target Center. Jack, there was a gentleman sitting over in the corner. We talked to our colleague, play-by-play -play man, Matt Devlin, telling me that the gentleman was the flight for the Minneapolis Lakers. 60 years ago today. 60 years ago today, that plane landed in a blizzard in a field in Carroll, Iowa. Nick Nurse's hometown. And there was a book about it. Nick had the book. And uh, they contacted Jeannie Buss and the Lakers, and they donated enough money to build a, a Laker court in Carroll, Iowa. And he's here. He was in a wheelchair on the baseline. And just imagine, Jack, we fly so much. And you know me. Uh, you sit out across the aisle from me. We get a little bump. And I, I tighten that seatbelt like there's no tomorrow. I mean, it, it's. We're very fortunate we to are. have such dedicated people. Yeah, we are. And uh, they don't get enough credit. No, for years. And I always poke my head in the cockpit on the way out and say thank you for a safe up and down. And for years when we flew with Air Canada, it was Captain, Captain Murray. Captain Murray Garrison getting us up and down. And, and part of the strategy, because Murray would get us back to Toronto before the visiting team came in, right, on the back-to-back. -back. We'd beat, you know, the, the Lakers or the Rockets or the Knicks or whoever was there. And Murray purposely get us there and make us take our time when we got off the plane so they had to circle a few laps before getting down Murray we love you we're set to go and the Timberwolves come out in the highlighter green uniforms looking like the Seattle Seahawks wow, John. they are bright and the Raptors, wide awake now James. I am too the Raptors will wear the normally reserved for home white uniforms Minnesota wins a tip and here they come front court Shabazz Napier out there. And get it to Wiggins in the lane. Long jumper up top. Jared Culver got it. The rookie out of Texas Tech knocks it down. 3-0 Timberwolves. Only a 26% three-point shooter, but had time to set up. Nice look that time on the top of the key. Jack, they are a bad three-point shooting team, period. Marcus all back for Toronto. Knocks in a long two far side left wing. Minnesota 27th in field goal percentage, 28th shooting the three. Timberwolves moving right to left. Culver another three. Misses it, long outlet to Siakam. A lot of Raptor fans here from Thunder Bay and Winnipeg. Siakam drives, lays it up and in. Beautiful. Toronto up 4-3. Beautiful spin move that time on the right post. Siakam on the ISO. Napier to Wiggins in the lane floater off the wrong foot got it up and in 5-4 Minnesota Lowry to Gasol now to Ananobi near side stops behind the screen to Gasol back to OG under the basket now kicks it out to Kyle drives right down Main Street into the far corner Siakam triple long rebound Towns Outlet, here comes Napier, changes gears, gets into the lane on Van Vliet and lays it in. Well, for Van Vliet in space that time, welcome back, right? That's, uh, you haven't had the opportunity to guard that for a few weeks. 
test your conditioning a little bit. 7-4 Minnesota. Lowry, three, far side, no good. Long rebound, Wiggins. Here comes Wiggins up the near side, left wing. Into the lane to Culver, drives and lays it in. All of a sudden, the Timberwolves have scored six straight and lead it 9-4 at the 9.50 mark, first quarter. Here's Lowry, front court to Gasol. Squares on Towns. Far block, drives into the lane. Shoulder shake, jump hook, got it. Mark Gasol cooking, Jack, since he's come off the injury list. Great job on the left post that time. The ISO against Call Anthony Towns. Going to work. Towns, three, up top, no good. Rebound to Lowry. Front court. Here comes Toronto. Van Vliet on the drive, lays it up and in. Good blow by that time, right side, getting right by Wiggins in transition. 9-8, Minnesota leads by one, 9-12 remaining first quarter. Napier, top of the lane to Wiggins, far side, deep three, got it. Wiggins has had a tough year shooting the ball so far, only 31% from three-point range, Jonesy. And usually you want a guy north of 33, and even better, north of 35%. Raptors trailing 12-8. Gasol, far corner, left side. Gets Towns in the air, throws it up. Wanted the continuation, but they're going to say it was on the ground on the sweep through. So Toronto will inbound far side, left wing. Lowry waiting as he looks at the replay, trying to convince referee Justin Van Dyne. He's not going to win that argument. Mitchell Irvin and Ed Malloy, the other officials tonight. Raptors inbounding far side, left wing, moving left to right, trailing 12-8. Van Vliet on the bounce straight away. Works far side. Into the lane, kicks into the corner. Ananobi, sidestep, long three in the air, no good. Rebound, here comes Napier. Drops it for Culver, deep, three, short, rebound Gasol. Outlet Ananobi up the near side, right wing, nobody picks him up, he gets to the hoop. Kick out to Siakam, into the corner. Van Vliet's three is splashing in the bottom of the well. 12-11, Raptors cut it to one. Good possession, Ananobi quick swing to Siakam, and then left corner, Van Vliet. Beautiful ball movement, Raptors trail by one, 12-11, 8.06 remaining first quarter. Wiggins, top of the key, 21-footer, good. 14-11, Minnesota shooting 67% to start. Lowry back, gets Napier in the air, throws it up and in, scored, and a foul. And it could be a four-point attempt for Kyle. Now Lowry, the great pump fake, and gets Napier off his feet, and follows through and makes the shot, and he'll have an opportunity to shoot to make that four-point play. Tie game here, Jonesy, 7.56 remaining first quarter between these two teams. How about Andrew Wiggins already? Seven points, two boards, two assists. It seems like when he plays against Toronto, it's a whole nother gear he plays at. Yes, Jack, you are right. He loves to see the team that he watched growing up as a youngster. Lowry free throw, no good. 14-13. Minnesota by one. They come front court, right to left. Wiggins straight away. Drives into the lane, kicks to the far corner. Culver three, good. Yeah, Minnesota's shooting it well early, Jack. They're three for six from three, and Culver, as I mentioned earlier, 26% three-point shooters made two of them. Siakam drives it, lays it in. 17-15, Raptors down two. 
Time to get some stops on the defensive end. In the lane. They kick it out to Covington. Drives, runs into Ananobi. No offensive foul as Nick Nurse is off the bench. But they're going to say play on, Jack. I thought OG had good position. I agree with you, Jones. He was sitting right there waiting for him. Front court, Lowry on the bounce. Drives baseline. No help as he beats Culver and lays it in. 19-17 Raptors. Both of these teams just scoring at will right now, Jonesy. 72% for Minnesota, 67% for Toronto. The defense is like the snow outside, kind of all over the place and annoying. Drive by Carl Anthony Towns, no good, but the foul called, and who did they have it on? I think, I think it's on Marcus Soule. Yep. It'll be a timeout on the floor. 6.41 remaining. Carl Anthony Towns will shoot two shots, and they call that in the act, whereas earlier they don't call it in the act. Pretty bizarre, but uh, nonetheless, Raptors trail by two. First quarter, 19-17. With 6.41 to go, we're at the Target Center in Minneapolis, and you're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Twin Cities, as the Raptors trail the Timberwolves 19-17. Jacko, what do you see after the first, well? I don't see a lot of defense on either side. That's the thing I definitely don't see. And uh, that's been a challenge so far. So to me, uh, you know, that's, Ultimately, the Raptors got to get dialed in on the defensive end. Both teams are scoring with ease right now. So I guess that would be the one thing that jumps out at me on both sides. Let's see if the Raptors can turn this around. As well, stay overnight in the Twin Cities and then charter to Atlanta tomorrow. Afternoon game on Monday then. 2.30 should get us back to Toronto around dinner time and time to see the Celtics and the Lakers, two legendary franchises, go at it on Martin Luther King Day. The Raptors more concerned with getting some W's themselves, Jacko. They trail it now, 19-17, as we are going to see a couple of free throws from Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, they'll shoot two here. 6.41 remaining. Raptors lead by, trail by two, excuse me, 19-17 here in the first. Some chatter about Towns and his name appearing in trade rumors to Boston. and He squashed that yesterday. He said, I want to be in Minnesota. Now, the fact that he wants to be here doesn't mean he's not on the, he's not on the block. That's true. That's true, Jack. And, and some people I've talked to around the team say he's saying the right things, but does he feel like that in his heart? Makes two free throws, 21-17 Raptors. Well, considering that. Trail by four. They don't draw well here, and their record is better on the road than it is at home. You know, there's just no pop and juice right now here, and that, that's frustrating if you're a player. Lowry right down Main Street, lays it up off the back rim, no good. Don't know why guards, when they get in the lane around that broken circle just below it, don't bank it in. Wiggins into the lane, kicks to town, swing out. Covington deep three short rebound Napier had it tried to outlet to Wiggins midair and it went off the heel of his hand into the palms of Gasol Van Vliet front court Raptors in the white moving left to right Gasol far block left side on Wiggins backs him down 
kick to Siakam. They swing it. Lowry near side drives all the way to the hoop and lays it in. No rotation from the Wolves. Raptors cut it to 21-19. That whole possession started with the left side post up with Gasol on Wiggins and Minnesota in help node and Raptors attack it. They get the switch on Wiggins here. Ananobi all over him. Wiggins down to the baseline. Now Gasol jumps out. Wiggins airborne to Towns. Tried for the give and go. Gasol knocks it away. Here come the Raptors. Looking for the lead with a three on this trip. Gasol into the corner. Ananobi on Towns. Oh, shakes him. Drives baseline. Lays it up. No good. Great move. No finish for OG. Here comes Minnesota. Wiggins on the run. Pulls on the brakes and floats it home. Wiggins a perfect four for four. Nine points. Here he is playing Toronto. Siakam drives right by Covington like he was a statue out in front of the target center wow. and lays it in 23-21 Wolves. First team to guard has a chance to win this game, Josie. Wiggins on the elbow far side. Kicks it back to Napier. Into the post to Towns. Turns at Ananobi in jail behind the steal and laid it in. That was a nice job that time by Carl Anthony Towns. Deep position and good post feed as well by Wiggins. Wiggins has four assists to go with those nine points. 25-21 Minnesota, 4.35 first quarter. Gasol to Van Vliet, up fake, drive into the lane. Kicks it out, intercepted by Napier. Three on two, Timberwolves. Josh Okogie, into the ball game, gets it to Napier. Into the lane, cross court. Covington shuffles into a three, no good. Rebound Siakam. Half court outlet to Lowry, it's over his head, out of bounds. Minnesota basketball. Low percentage play that time by Siakam, trying to throw the ball across his body to Lowry, who really wasn't in a great position to catch it. And unforced turnover, 25-21. Abaka and Powell now in the game in place of Gasol and Van Vliet. Jack, are you surprised with all this perimeter play and three-point shooting being emphasized in the NBA that the break isn't run more fundamentally sound, ball in the middle, lanes filled on the wing? You, you would think so. Or is it just helter-skelter? Well, I think Wiggins that, fouled, by the way. They'll go to the line for two. You know, I, I think sometimes players get out in the open court and they just make, just try to make plays. And I don't, you don't see a lot of teams run a traditional secondary break. You know, they, they try to get primary and then they get into their action immediately. So, you said a message from a buddy of mine who's a high school coach says, this game looks like a... Saturday afternoon pickup game in the 70s. <laughs> well, the Raptors are going to have to get Andrew Wiggins under control because he makes both free throws. He's got 11 points, four assists, a perfect four for four. And once again, we see the dialed-in version of Andrew Wiggins. Yep, against the Raptors. 27-21. Biggest lead of the game for the Timberwolves right now at six. 350 first quarter. Siakam deep three, no good. Rebound. Here comes Minnesota. Covington down low, lays it up. No good. Rebound to Powell. Can't squeeze it out of bounds. They say Toronto ball. Wow. Raptors get a break. Sure do. And good fight for the ball by Covington that time. But Norm Powell will inbound the ball to Kyle Lowry in the backcourt. Here comes Toronto. Front court. Backup point guard Jordan McLaughlin out of USC into the ball game, guarding Lowry. And Kyle Smells 
fresh rookie meet and gets a foul on him right away. And there'll be substitutions for Toronto. They're at the table. Rondé Hollis Jefferson and Patrick McCaw check in for Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam. So the Raptors now McCaw and an OB Hollis Jefferson, Powell and Abaka. Let's see how this unit functions right now, Jonesy. Well, we will. Raptors trailing at the 325 mark, first quarter, 27-21. Norm Powell to Ibaka in the lane, skips down the lane and lays it in. The Mafuzi chef still has the grease hot, Jack. Well, that was a beautiful roll to the basket and great setup by Powell left to right. Powell, one of only three Raptors to lead the team in back-to-back -back games off the bench and scoring as McLaughlin lays it in. 29-23 Minnesota. Good job by him. He just turned the corner and right by Patrick McCall. Lou Williams and Fred Van Vliet doing it. And Powell right on cue. Knocks in an 18-footer straight away. And the general's dialed in, Jack. He's done a great job here the last few games and playing at a tremendously high level. Covington drives into the lane. Floats it up. No good, but he's fouled. And Nick Nurse comes off the bench with his palms skyward, bent elbows, saying where? Is he talking to his team or no, he wants to travel on Ed Malloy from Ed Malloy, the official. Well, both teams shooting north of 63%, Jonesy. This is definitely an offensive-oriented game. Minnesota, first quarter, 240 remaining. They lead by four, 29-25. From Target Center in Minneapolis, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Minneapolis, Raptors trailing the Timberwolves 29-25, and folks, we still have 240 to go in the first quarter as both teams continue to scorch the Nets. Wiggins has 11 points to lead the Timberwolves, Lowry six to lead the Raptors. Wiggins has five assists. So he's on pace for a double-double, maybe by halftime at this rate. 2.40 to go, first quarter, 29-25, Minnesota. Well, now, we talked about they're going to go 9 or 10. They're going 10, Jonesy. Terrence Davis, the second, now in place of Ananobi. So Abaka, Powell, McCaw, Davis, and Hollis Jefferson. Nick Nurse rolling with that 10-man unit. And quite frankly... You're going to play that many guys, everyone should be engaged, I was going to say, dialed Jack, in uh, defensively. That's the key word, engaged, because if you're not, I got lots of guys, as you said, that can yeah. come in and do there's it. A, there's a five other guys on the bench that want to play, too. Covington makes the first free throw. He was fouled before the timeout, 30-25 Minnesota. Second one from the Tennessee State man goes down, 31-25. Minnesota by six, and the pro Raptor crowd a little bit quiet right now. Raptors in the white coming left to right. Powell drives into the lane, drives by the birthday boy, Gorgie Jang, celebrating his 30th birthday, but misses the layup, and back comes Minnesota. McLaughlin to Covington. Dribble handoff, Culver near side, back to McLaughlin. Swing to Culver, three in the air, got it. How about this guy? He's made three threes tonight. And again, he came in at 26%. And he's got 11 points. He's three for five from behind the arc. Jack, he's getting good looks in the lane. Powell lays it up and in. He says, I got two and hang on. My shopping's not done. I got a coupon for one more. Hoop, harm, and a chance for an old time 
three-point play from the general Norman Powell. Powell, beautiful cut, beautiful, outstanding pass as well by Serge Ibaka to the cutting Powell. 158 remaining, the Raptors trail by seven, 34-27. How about Jared Culvey, he was on the team at Texas Tech that went to the NCAA championship game and lost last year to Virginia. Quite a player, and Powell makes the shot, the free throw. Raptors trail by six, 151 remaining first quarter, 34-28 Minnesota. Raptors in the zone right now. They switch it up. McLaughlin drives right down Main Street and gives it up. Powell gets a steal. Front court to Terrence Davis. Puts it up, blocked by Gorgie Jang. Here comes Minnesota. McRae to Josh Okogie straight away. Drives into the lane. Kick out. They swing it. Culver, corner three. Got it again. He's an NBA player. If you're going to give Moulton looks, he's going to hurt you. Timberwolves shooting 50%. Not living up to the reputation you mentioned earlier, Jonesy. Ibaka fires a three up top, no good. Well, hopefully regression to the mean, Jack, if you're the Raptors. But right now, Minnesota scorching the nets. They lead by nine, largest need of the game. Keita Bates drop drives, misses a off-balance layup, and here comes Toronto. Powell front court. Out there with Davis, McCaw, Hollis Jefferson, and Ibaka. Surge, spins, jump, hook in the lane, good. Great job that time. He and Powell in the two-man game. Ibaka, four points. He and Powell, nine points off the bench already. Four of six. Culver up top. On the bounce. Hollis Jefferson cuts him off, strips it. Goes out of bounds, stays with Minnesota. Far side, right baseline. Timberwolves in the highlighter green, moving... Right to left will inbound, right baseline, far side. Ten on the shot clock. McLaughlin, inbound to Okogie, drives, kick out on the pass, throws it back, and Powell will take the foul. No. 14 fouls on Toronto, first in the last two minutes, so Minnesota will inbound. 14 on the shot clock, 27.4 remaining first quarter. Raptors trail by 7, 37-30. You're going to give up close to 40 points in the first quarter. In the lane, McLaughlin to Gorgie Jang, fouled. He'll go to the line for two. You know, Jonesy, to your point, the Raptors haven't played bad offensively in the first quarter. They're shooting 58%. They've only turned the ball over two times. And they've got 30 points on a traditional night. That'd be a pretty good night. That's one-fourth of the way to 120. That's really good but their defense has just been lacking. Severely, Jack. I mean, when you say it that way, Toronto, this is, Minnesota's a team, like, like I said, that does not generally shoot the ball well, and all of a sudden now they're, they're looking like the Golden State Warriors circa 2016. Well, there's just not enough pressure into the ball, and guys are a half step late you know and it's a back-to-back -back, yep. but they had a back-to-back -back too so both teams traveled last night both free throws made 39 30 minnesota and the raptors will try to take the final shot here with about 17 seconds remaining in the first quarter gorgie jang in his 490th game fourth on the all-times game played list behind kevin garnett sam mitchell and doug west 10 seconds in the quarter powell on the bounce works left into the elbow, jumper in the air, got it over Josh Okogie with 1.1 seconds to go in the first quarter. Raptors down 39-32.
Long heave, no good from Jordan McLaughlin right there. Tell you what, Norm Powell, a guy playing with a lot of confidence. Seven points, two assists, and the Raptors close with a made basket. They got to turn this thing around defensively, though. Give up 39 first quarter points, and at the end of one, the Raptors trail by seven, Jonesy. 39-32. From Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Minneapolis, Raptors trail at 39-32. Down seven to the 15-26 Timberwolves. And it's all on account of some lax defense. Minnesota shooting 59.1%. 5 of 11 from distance. The Raptors 1 of 6 from behind the arc. We'll give Jared Culver, though, and Andrew Wiggins credit in terms yeah. of the 2-3 spots. They have a combined 25 points, and they've shot 9 of 12. So they're playing great. So the Raptors got to get better defense at those positions, and they got to match that kind of productivity. Raptors in the white coming front court left to right. Hollis Jefferson to Ibaka up top, 3 in the air, short. McCaw... Powell and Davis will retreat with those two on defense. Here comes Minnesota in the green front court right to left. Raptors playing the zone. Culver cross court. Okogi straight away. They get it to Gorgie Jang. Now to McLaughlin far side. Drives. Kicks it up top. Okogi three. No good. Rebound Ibaka. They get a stop. Good possession that time. A lot of energy defensively in that zone of communication. Let's see what they can do for consecutive stops. Ibaka drives into the lane. Looked like he got away with a charge. Found Rondé, who dropped it home. Sweet pass, though, by Patrick McCall, leading Serge Ibaka right into the play. Gorgi Jang in the middle of the lane against the zone. Picks it up, kicks to Culver. Drives. Now back up top, Culver fires a three, no good. Rebound, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. I'm charting, that's two stops in a row for the Raptors. Although Hollis-Jefferson throws it away. Live ball, turn it over. Here comes Minnesota, Culver misses, and they got the foul on Norman Powell. Nick Nurse off the bench with his hands on the back of his head. Wow. Well, it was pretty close. Norman Powell did make a little bit of contact. But he Jones did, but he jumped straight up. Yep. But Jonesy, and that's what he's appealing to Mitchell Irvin with. You know, you talked about the turnover for Hollis Jefferson. And, uh, you know, in this league, when you turn it over and there's live ball turnover, you're in trouble. Teams, yeah. teams are going to get fouled. They're going to make shots. They're just too good. Norm Powell checks out. Powell's got three fouls now, Jonesy. So he's got to sit down. And he was playing really well. He had seven points in six minutes. Norm Excuse me, Fred Van Vliet now in the game for him. Culver misses both free throws. So as much as he's shooting the ball beautifully from three-point range, he's only a 48% free throw shooter. Well, so a little poetic justice, Jack. Maybe he didn't deserve all those free throws. McCaw near side, drives into the lane. Over his shoulder pass to Hollis Jefferson. Rondé dribbles it out. Shot clock at five. He drives, fouled. And Rondé like... A fullback there putting his head down and driving it to the goal gets fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Raptors will try to creep a little bit closer. Hollis Jefferson very physical on the right side post up going right to the body of the defender and drawing a foul. He makes the first free throw. 
10-13 remaining. Raptors trail here by four, 39-35, second quarter. Rondé on the line. A little shoulder shake as he frees himself up. Second one up and down. 39-36. Raptors get the stop. They have three consecutive stops. Gorgie Jang on the baseline. Okogi up fake. Hollis Jefferson stays down. Okogi has to dribble it out. Now they get it back to him. He drives, lays it up and in. Well, beautiful move that time on the left side. Attacks it hard. And the Raptors slow to close out. 41-36 Minnesota. Ibaka deep three, no good. Two rims, right wing, near side in front of the Raptor bench. Here comes Minnesota. Ibaka 0 for 3 tonight from three-point range. Culver. 2 for 2 inside the line. Up top, Gorgie Jang. Minnesota moving right to left. Jang, three ball, far side, got it. The Louisville Cardinal steps out and knocks it down. All of a sudden, the lead back to eight for the Timberwolves. Terrence Davis drives near side. In the lane, Ibaka floats it up and in. Nice pass that time. Terrence Davis comes to a jump stop under control. Hits the cutting. Ibaka right, right side to the center of the lane. Nine minutes remaining. Raptors trail by six, 44-38. Gorgie Jang in the middle of the zone has the shot blocked by McCaw. Now he gives it up. Here comes Van Vliet on the run. Front court into the lane. Floats it up and in. High floating layup by Van Vliet. Raptors take advantage of the live ball turnover, lay it in. 8-49, first half, Minnesota wants a timeout, leading by four, Jacko. Very difficult shot that time by Van Vliet, but he was coming downhill with a head of steam, and he did a great job. 44-40, Minnesota, Jonesy in the second quarter. Time for a break, 8-49 to go until halftime. From the Target Center in Minneapolis, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Jack Armstrong, Jake Smith here at the Target Center. In 8.49, when we hit halftime, you'll hear from Jim Taddy and Dwayne Watson. 44-40, Toronto trailing Minnesota. Arad Vandy and Steve Eliopoulos keeping the guys on the air back in Toronto. And Raptors looking to get some defense going in this second quarter, Jack. They had the bench in there. McCaw, Hollis, Jefferson, Davis, Van Vliet, who started tonight with Ibaka. And Powell had to sit down, unfortunately, because he picked up his third foul. So Raptors stay in this zone, Jonesy. Well, let's see if they can get it to pay some dividends. Keita Bates' job has it blocked as he drove baseline. Here comes Toronto in the white, left to right. Van Vliet skates into the lane off balance runner no good Hollis Jefferson tied up with Gorgie Jang and we're going to have a jump ball great pursuit of the pumpkin by Rondé Hollis Jefferson yeah, terrific job because that was a difficult shot taken on the left side by Fred Van Vliet and Hollis Jefferson buys the Raptors time and maybe potentially another possession here we'll see what happens with the jump ball Rondé and Gorgie Jang Rondé wins the tip. Minnesota controls, but can't get it. So the Raptors get a fresh 14 on the shot clock. Should have been 24, and it is. They adjust it. Van Vliet up top on the bounce, loses the ball, sliding all over the place, going to the ground. 
and Okolgi can't pick it up. It'll stay with Toronto near side right wing as it dribbles out of bounds. Kogi, a tough on the ball defender. He was all over Fred Van Vliet. Tough guy to go against your first game back. You're not giving any breathing room whatsoever. 11 on the shot clock, Toronto inbounds, right side. McCaw straight away. Works left with an Ibaka screen, back to the right to surge in the lane. The lefty hook, no good. Rebound run down by Gorgie Jane. Here comes McLaughlin, front court. Timberwolves moving right to left in the highlighter green uniforms. Okogi near side, left wing in front of the bench, drives. Off balance runner, no good, but he's fouled as he got into the middle of the lane. And Van Vliet will take the foul. Josh Okogi will go to the line for two. Well, that time, good dribble penetration by the Timberwolves, and they get an opportunity in the paint. Raptors bench, though, Jones, he has done a good job tonight. I mean, they're plus seven, 17-10. The Raptors trail by five. The starting unit came out and struggled. So let's see how, you know, the multiple substitutions now will help the Raptors. So we have McCaw and Davis checking out. Lowry and Siakam check in. So the Raptors have Abaka. Siakam, Hollis Jefferson, Van Vliet, and Lowry on the floor here. With 7.52 remaining, Okogi makes both free throws. It's 46-40 here, Minnesota by six. Toronto in this quarter, three of seven from the floor. Minnesota, two of six, so the defense starting to kick in. Ibaka can't handle the pass. He's had a lot of those, the dropsies lately, Jack. And he has. Kicked it out of bounds off his foot. That was a pass that kind of skipped a little bit on him though too from Lowry left side to the middle of the lane. Put a handle on it for those big guys. And a lot of a lot of hands in that lane too being active trying to break that play up. Wiggins cross court they swing it. Siakam closes out on Bates Jop and blocks the shot. Here come the Raptors on the run. Van Vliet has it blocked. Hollis Jefferson tracks it down in the lane to Ibaka. Kick out Lowry three straight away. Back rim no good. Rebound Minnesota. Van Vliet's taking some tough shots tonight that are a little bit difficult to get off. Okogi up fake drives and Fred fouls him. On the floor out front right side. They'll... Timing off for Fred a little bit, well, isn't it, Jack? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they've done a good job getting back and making them take tough shots. And that's where you got to just get that paint touch and kick it out. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns in for Minnesota. It's Wiggins, Towns, McLaughlin, Bates Jop, and Okogi. Towns, three straight away, short, long rebound to Van Vliet at the free throw line. Gasol will check in and check in at the next dead ball. 6.40, first half, Raptors down 46-40. Van Vliet, three in the bottom of the well, shaves the lead in half, 46 43 Minnesota right past Siakam in the middle of the lane throwing it to the left wing and Van Vliet drains it Okogi up top to McLaughlin kick to Okogi a deep three straight away short rebound can't squeeze by Toronto now Ibaka gets it to Van Vliet front court on the run what a pass by Fred and Serge's alley-oop layup too hard off the glass back comes Minnesota Wiggins up top 
on the drive against Ibaka into the lane, runs into Lowry. Kyle could see that coming a mile away. Great job once again, taking the charge. Kyle Lowry, one of the best in the business. And Wiggins gets called for the foul, and Serge Ibaka checks out. Played 10 minutes, six points, three boards, three assists, but only three of eight. And, you know, it it's an adjustment period, Jones. Yeah. Going from starting to coming off the bench, and now Marcus Gasol back in the game. Jack, Wiggins started that drive at the top of the lane, and Lowry could have been sitting in a lawn chair reading yeah, the paper waiting for that you, charge. you got to come to a jump stop. Yeah. Or do a sidestep, one or the other, right? Siakam up top. Raptors down three, 550. First half, long jumper by Pascal. No good. Rebound to Lowry. Okogi fouls him as Kyle had it and was trying to get it to Van Vliet, who was open for a corner three instead. The Nigerian Okogi takes the foul. Okogi, how aggressive is he? Oh, yeah. He's like, he he's like playing bumper cars out there. He's super intense, super aggressive. He plays hard. Went to Georgia Tech. Hollis Jefferson to Van Vliet. Big time motor. Three ball up top, in and out, and back into the bottom of the well for Freddie Van Vliet. Raptors have tied it at 46. They've done a nice job in this second quarter. Outscoring Minnesota 14-7. Towns in the lane, floats it up and in. Wiggins got too deep that time, though. Raptors on the run, find Siakam. What he used to do before he became a star, Jack. Run the floor for easy ones. Half-court alley-oop lay-in from Van Vliet. Ties the game at 48. Wiggins in the lane. Kicks it out. Okogi up fake. Drive into the corner. Covington to Towns. Three straight away. Good. Tell you what, Minnesota's played well tonight offensively. They're really sharing the ball. They got 16 assists on 17 field goals. I mean, that's amazing how well they're passing the ball. 51-48. Minnesota and Nick Nurse wants the timeout. 15 on the shot clock, 4.51 remaining second quarter. Raptors trail by three. 51-48 showing some signs of life and Fred Van Vliet in his return to the lineup has played well tonight. He's done a good job. He's got 13 points. Interesting. Kyle Lowry calls a timeout at the top of the lane and he's Discussing with Ed Malloy where he wants the ball. Malloy said this side. Kyle said I'm right in the middle. We want it on that side. <laughs> Just to be difficult. 451 first half, 51-48 Minnesota by three from the Target Center in Minneapolis. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Minneapolis, 51-48. The Timberwolves leading the Raptors by three. As Toronto's trying to do its best to get back in this thing. They had it tied at 46. And they've been going uphill all night, Jack, after getting off to a bit of a slow start. Well, 16-12 here in the second quarter. Positive for the Raptors. So playing a little bit better. And I mentioned going to break. Fred Van Vliet's had a really nice game tonight. 13 points, 5 of 7. Perfect 3 for 3 from 3. Uh, done a great job just in every category defensively as well rebounding the ball and uh, Raptors win bound 15 on the shot clock here trailing by three in front of their bench 
Lowry drive near side on Shabazz Napier to Van Vliet in the corner, far side, three ball, got it in the bottom of the well. What a play call, Jeff. Yeah, and they run that play all the time, the little screen, on, and they go opposite corner. Drive it one side, and hammer screen far side. Like, why, but why would Minnesota not be ready for that? I mean, your advanced scout's got to be telling you that that's coming. But Nick Nurse, like a football coach, run it till they stop it, right? Smart, Jonesy, you're right. 51 apiece, 420 to go, first half. Wiggins, far side, took a walk with Ananobi guarding him. Turn it over. The Raptors have a chance for the lead. There have been only two lead changes in the game. Raptors led at 4-3 after being down 3 nothing. Minnesota. And Minnesota took the lead back at 5-4 and have had it ever since. Yeah, their largest lead, Minnesota, was 9. So Raptors starting unit in now. The two guards, Lowry, Van Vliet, and then Siakam, Gasol, and Ananobi. Van Vliet to Gasol, swing it to Siakam. Near side, right wing in front of the Raptor bench. Dribbles up to the top, Covington all over. Siakam to Gasol, deep, three, no good. Rebound, Wiggins. Game tied at 51, 350, first half. Here comes Minnesota in the green, right to left. Foul is on Lowry against Covington, who shot faked him up in the air, and Kyle bit. Non-shooting, though. 350 remaining, tie game here, 51 all. Second quarter, Norm Powell will check in now. Fred Van Vliet checks out. Van Vliet, most minutes on the Raptors, first game back, 14 minutes. He's been rolling those 16 points perfect four for four from three but he had to play extra minutes because norm powell had three fouls well nick said i'd play him and nick said in his news conference pregame i'll play him in seven to eight minute spurts up to about 28 minutes well, so he's already at 14 so he's halfway home halfway home as we're almost at halftime napier in the lane puts it up no good challenged by gasol here comes toronto numbers four on three lowry to ananobi kick it back out to lowry swing it gasol open three straight away no good rebound covington gasol with a good look couldn't get it down he just pounced his foot on the ground yelling at himself for missing that shot but i like the fact that he's being aggressive wiggins in the lane floats it up no good rebound off towns out of bounds raptor basketball mark gasol great hustle that time towns trying to get the loose rebound and Gasol wins that battle. Dead ball rebound, Raptor ball. Lowry front court. Raptors in the white moving left to right. Tied at 51. We tick towards three minutes, first half. Lowry to Gasol. Steps back to Siakam. Far corner, left side. Mid post extended now on the spin. Beats Covington and is fouled on the finish. Pascal's done that a few times, Jack, since his return. Make the patented spinorama move but not finish because it could have been an and one opportunity again he's i thought he played a little passive last night against washington and tonight even though he's got eight points two assists two boards still kind of getting back in a rhythm i see a guy that's not all the way back yet but he'll get there and the good thing is jack he's got lots of support around him because the team's finally healthy totally and he doesn't have to carry the whole load and he's made some really nice passes tonight and good decisions. Makes the first free throw. Raptors finally take that lead you mentioned. 257 remaining second quarter. Raptors lead 52-51. Largest lead of the game. It was one point. Siakam on the line. Dips, fires, second one, good. Two point Raptor lead 53-51.
2.55, first half. Towns to a backdoor, Wiggins lays it up and in, near side, left wing. Comes Lowry back for Toronto. Pull up three on Napier, got it down the bottom of the well. A mug shot right in his face in front of the Raptor bench, near side, right wing, 56-53 Toronto. Wiggins answering with a three up top, no good, rebound Lowry. Runs it right up the middle of the court. Finds Powell, three ball near side, no good, rebound Covington. Off to Wiggins, up the right side, far wing. Clock running, 2.15 first half, 56-53 Toronto. Towns to Covington, drives in the lane, lays it up and in, far side. Lowry, front court, nobody says anything to him as Covington comes up behind him and knocks it out of bounds. Covington could have easily snatched that ball. Jones, I find this stat amazing. Minnesota has 19 field goals made. They've assisted on 18 of them. That's remarkable. Sharon the Rock. Lowry to Gasol. Back to Lowry. Drives into the lane. Floats it up and in. Lowry gets it down. 58-55 Toronto. Strong move that time. Taking the ball right into the body of Napier. And through him and over the top. It's a North Philly schoolyard move, isn't it, Jack? Powerful. The city game. Garrett Culver drives, kicks it to Wiggins, far side, into the lane, to Towns, underneath, forces it up, blocked by Gasol, here comes Powell, three on two, Toronto, Powell down Main Street, lays it up, no good, no foul called, here comes Minnesota, they lob it to Towns for the jam on the other end, Gasol wanted the charge on the pass, no call, here comes Minnesota, or Toronto, up the court. 58-57 Toronto, 1-10 first half. Siakam, stutter dribble far side. Offensive foul pushed off as Covington hits the floor on the embellished push off. I gotta tell you, Jack, more and more I see officials. But Ed Malloy calling. Baited, he just baited Pascal Siakam. I mean. He made, the, he made the demonstrative call, like right in Siakam's face, and you, now you know you're gonna get an acknowledgement from the player, and they're gonna get on you a little bit. Walk away, and then walk over to the table and make your call. Free throw missed. Towns missed the free throw, and now- And they got another technical foul. Now they got it on Mark Gasol, who wanted to charge on the pass. Kyle Lowry calling the group together, saying, hey, all right, let's keep our cool. Of all people, <laughs> right? <laughs> the, the, one of the most volatile guys around saying, come on, man, keep your stuff together. Although, let's not fault him, Jack. He's exactly right. At this point... Well, tie ball game here, 101 remaining first half, and... Uh... 58 all, and Minnesota will inbound the ball. Fresh 24 in their backcourt, and here we go, Jonesy. Teams are shooting the lights out. Raptors 52%, and Minnesota 50%. High-scoring game. Wiggins, Towns, Covington, Napier, and Culver for Minnesota coming right to left. Lowry, Gasol, Ananobi, Siakam, and Powell for Toronto. Towns, three up top. Great challenge by Powell. 
Rebound taken down by Minnesota, and Wiggins is fouled by Gasol. Ouch. Raptors unable to get the opportunity on the defensive glass. Shot was shot from the right side by Towns, and the left side blockouts were a little weak, and they take advantage. Wiggins goes to the line for two shots. He's got 13 points, seven assists. He played a nice game. Free throw good by Vaughn Secondary School's Andrew Wiggins. Well, when he's when he's in this zone, Jonesy, like this, he's he's a guy that's one of the better players in the NBA. The challenge is it just doesn't happen enough. Matt, yes. Matt Thomas checks in for Norman Powell. You say, why that? Why the 11th player? Because Powell's got three fouls. And they obviously want to add a little shooting onto the floor. My guy, Matt Thomas, J.J. Redick light, I call him. Because he can come off those screens and fire it away. Raptors botch the inbound play after one, after the free throws are made by Wiggins. They turn it over. Minnesota now will inbound baseline left. Toronto, a careless turnover, Jack. Their sixth of the game. Yeah, Siaka was the trigger man and didn't throw a bullet past the Lowry. Wiggins kicks it to Culver up top. Thomas guarding him. Swing it towns to Covington. Knocked away. Has to throw it up with the shot clock running down. Ball on the ground and they say stay here. Ananobi and Culver get their feet tied up and they're going to call OG for a foul. Well, there'll be two free throws on that play as well. Frantic play there. Yeah. OG just got his feet tangled yeah. up, Jack. Well, and so did Culver. Yeah. You know, like both guys got tangled up. So why is it the defensive player's fault when the offensive player did the same exact thing? Well, Culver at the line missed his first two free throws earlier. And it's been an adventure for him this year so far. He makes that free throw. Fred Van Vliet now will check in for Toronto momentarily. And he'll check in for OG Ananobi. So uh, you have Ananobi coming out. You'll have Thomas, Van Vliet, and Lowry, all shooters, right? Gasol, Siakam to finish. And Ananobi with two fouls. Another free throw for Culver here. 23.9 remaining second quarter. Raptors trail by three, 61-58. And Culver makes the second free throw. Raptors trail by four. Last possession, first half. Raptors only seven and 10 when trailing at half. And with 15 seconds to go, they're down four. Lowry, front court. On the big Wolves logo at center. Game clock at eight, he works right near side. Into the lane, lays it up, blocked by Culver. Here comes Minnesota, three on one. Okogi drives, lays it up, no good. And that's the way the half ends. The Timberwolves leading 62-58. When they lead at the half, Minnesota is 10 and four. Well, Minnesota has struggled winning games at home, but the Raptors, Got to pick the defense up here in the second half. Get some stops because Andrew Wiggins has had a great game for them as well as Culver. Their wing players have been really effective. Raptors trail by four here at half. 62-58 Minnesota. Taddy and Watson to take you through halftime. You're listening 
to Tangerine Raptors basketball from the Target Center in Minneapolis on TSN 1050 Toronto. Tangerine Raptors basketball is on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Lowry drive near side on Shabazz Napier to Van Vliet in the corner. Far side, three ball, got it, bottom of the well. What a play call, Jeff. Yeah, and they run that play all the time, the little screen, on, and they go opposite corner. Drive it one side, and hammer screen far side. Like, why, well, but why would Minnesota not be ready for that? Well, they weren't. 62-58 for the T-Wolves over the Raptors at the half. Freddie V is what they were talking about. 15 minutes from him in his return performance. 6 of 8, 4 of 4 from the outside, and 16 points. And a major reason why the Raptors are in this. Yeah, without question. I mean, Fred's shooting the ball well. He's getting his, his spots open. I like how he's pushing the tempo on the offense. He's pushing the team in the fast break and transition, but he's finding his shots and very much needed. I mean, he's shooting superb from three-point line, as you mentioned, and that's key. Going to spend a lot of time in the halftime report on numbers, so let's do this. The Raptors' first half stat is brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Celebrate the worst of winter in a Subaru. Good opportunity for that today. Hurry into your local Ontario Subaru dealer during their Bring On Winter event for lease and finance rates from 0.99%. So going to throw a bunch of numbers at you, and uh, these, just, these just don't make a lot of sense. Uh, one is very complimentary to the T-Wolves. 19 assists on 20 buckets. That's extraordinary. That's fantastic. That's a great stat. I mean, it tells you that the, the T-Wolves Wolves are moving the ball. I mean, watching this game, you're seeing that offensively, it's a bit of a track meet back and forth. I mean, obviously, 62 to 58 looks like we might get a 140 point game like we did previously, but um, they're moving the ball. Uh, they're getting the shots they want, and I think that's that's not a testament to the Raptors' defense, obviously. Uh, the Raptors finished the half 5 of 16 from the outside, and that's a major improvement on where it was for most of the half. That's one stat to watch. And the other track, the one to track, which is a major discrepancy, six attempts from the stripe for the Raptors, five hit. And for the T-Wolves, 18 attempts and 15 hit. That is huge. And you know what? You tend to see that's not a lot in terms of the Raptors not necessarily getting, not saying the, the fix is in, but um, obviously Raptors kind of usually are losing that battle when it comes to getting trips to the free-throw line. Um, they have to do a better job attacking and not attacking, but attacking to get the contact. I mean, we're seeing, like, you know, Fred will snake to the cup and get those tough layups. I'm not saying that they're avoiding the contact, but they have to be able to go up and get those strong calls where, where the refs have no choice but to make the calls and give the fouls. Now, I could flip all that around, okay. and as bad as it looks for the Raptors, they're only down by four. Yep. So, so Minnesota has a four-point lead doing everything they want to do. I would suggest to you that wouldn't happen in the second half. Well, you know, we were talking off air and talking about stops or, you know, missed shots, and I think one thing, you look at the first quarter, Minnesota shot 61% from the field. Now they're at 47%. The Raptors are doing a better job defensively. I don't think in the first quarter you saw a lot of defensive stops by the Raptors. Was, there were misses by the Timberwolves. Um, you saw some plays where the Raptors were getting blocks and steals and pushing their off. And I think they're playing better defensively in the second quarter. I think that's going to be the key for them to really get in this ball game because there hasn't been a lot of stops. There's been missed shots or assists, but now they have to like challenge and contest. And you're seeing that they have five blocks and five steals. They're getting it, doing a better job getting after them defensively. Now the other difference is it's already a ten man rotation. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Thomas get in at the very end of that half? Yeah, he did. Okay, so the, through it, rousing applause. So it's so it's, <laughs> a, it's an eleven man rotation. Which is odd in a first half. Well, I think I think the thing is, you know, looking at the first quarter and looking at how, you know, the offensive display was going on by the Timberwolves that, you know, Coach Smith had to find guys who can come and play defense. And I think that's why he was going through in the, the lineup and find, trying to find guys who can get there and work and try and get these stops. And I think, 
you know, Coach Nurse will work with whoever's working for him. And I think that's why you're seeing so many guys come in the game and, and find the mix. And, I mean, you know, Fred didn't have a strong first quarter offensively and stepped up, and, you know, while Norm did and vice versa. So I yeah. think he's, you know, working through the rotation, finding the guys who are going to step up. Because you're finding that the offense is coming too easy for the Timberwolves, and that's what Coach Nurse is trying to slow down. Well, and, and as we remarked during the course of the proceedings, that, that there's some numbers that, that always seem to follow the Raptors, and, and it starts from when they're involved defensively. Then all of a sudden they move the ball around offensively. Then all of a sudden they're shooting from the outside, and they're all related, aren't they? Yeah, I think your defense starts your offense, and we talked about this in the pregame show in terms of their ability to kind of like make those stops and get out in transition. And then of course, you know, you got the defense on their heels, and then they're waiting in the half court. And I mean, you know, it's a four-point game, and the Raptors haven't really played their best. We've seen that, so I think that there's cause for them to be optimistic in terms of how they're going to approach the second half. But it has to start on the defensive end of the floor. Yeah, and I, I don't know how to read this. I, I guess maybe the best description would be. You've got guys coming back into the lineup and they're trying to find the rhythm. And you've got guys that were in the lineup that are being scaled down that are trying to find their new rhythm. And that, that could explain some of this. Right? Yeah, and as mentioned, like with the number of guys on the floor, it's like it's kind of hard to get your rhythm when you're not, you know, out there uh, for long stretches and getting those touches. And I think, you know, there's a lot a lot that's being figured out. But I think, you know, more most importantly, Nick is like, I don't really care about you guys getting your rhythm until like, you guys start playing the right basketball. And I think that's... That's going to be the key, but you know the wings are, are having their way. Culver is having a good game, and you know Wiggins. Those guys off the off the wings and the penetration to the cup is was really kind of like making the defense to kind of continue to switch and react and chase where the ball gets moved into a good shot opportunity for the Timberwolves. And the other thing could be you know a couple of games back for Gasol, and, and he he's got what four points in the first half, and and doesn't look as he did offensively last night for sure. But not that you would count on that on a regular basis. Yeah, I agree. But I think one thing I like about Mark is that you know he has a tendency to kind of just be a facilitator and defender, but right. he's taking the shots, which is good. So I mean, you know, he's not going to knock down six three pointers tonight. But as long as he's looking aggressive offensively, I think that's a positive sign. So I mean, really, the, the Raptors just have to get engaged here. Yeah, I think. This team can get what they want offensively. I mean, the three ball isn't that great for them tonight. But um, they've just got to take a bit more pride in defense. And I think, you know, like we looked at Carl Anthony Towns in the pregame matchup, and he's not having a particularly strong night. I mean, 12 points, 4 for 8, but he's not looking like he's going to be the difference maker right now. I think it's the other guys that you're not expecting. Like Culver, the rookie, is you know, got nine shots up and six, 19, 16 points. Right. Uh, Wiggins is, you know, doing his thing. But I think this team needs to kind of like – the Raptors are a top – you know, four team in the Eastern Conference, and the two Wolves are the top bottom four team in the Western Conference. They need to start playing like who everyone needs to start playing like who they are. Well, and the other thing is, you know, if you have if you're at the line 18 times, that's a lot of fouls for the other team. Now, some of those are technicals, uh, but when you look at uh, Freddie's got three, uh, Norman's got three, and uh, Kyle's got. I mean, a couple of guys have two. Not not a concern there, but but if it keeps going in that direction, that could be a problem. Well, for Kyle to only have one free throw attempt and Pascal to only have a pair. Like, these guys have to be more aggressive. I mean, you know, OG is a guy, like, guys who can get to the basket. Um, you know, Norm Powell is a guy that he only has one free throw attempt as well. They have to kind of start going at the, you know, going at the, the meat of the, of the Timberwolves defense as opposed to, like, you know, selling for these jumpers. You know, so we've, we've gone through a lot of numbers, and they all seem to suggest that the Raptors aren't physically engaged in this game yet. Yeah, you're right. And, I mean, if you look at the box score, the T-Wolves are winning a number of statistical categories and looking good, yet it's a four-point game and we haven't seen the best for the Raptors, and I think you're right. They're not fully engaged. And I mean, it's a back-to-back or whatever you want to say, but now after halftime you want to see the team kind of come out and play the way you've seen them play over the last couple of games and throughout the season. And that's defensively. 
62-58, the T-Wolves lead at the half. Freddie leading the way for the Raptors with 16 points in his return performance in 15 minutes. Six of eight overall, four of four from the outside. And, uh, what, three defensive rebounds, an assist, two steals. Very involved and very key, as you would expect him to be. The second half is next. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. On the way back to the Target Center, Jim Taddy and Dwayne Watson, just before we rejoin Paul and Jack, uh, when you look at the other individual performances, Freddie obviously leading the way and others sort of struggling to, to find rhythm. Did anybody else jump off the page positively for you? Oh, I was already in a, a negative standpoint just in terms of this team. <laughs> I, I, I backdoored you there. Sorry. You did, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I think um, looking at Pascal, I mean, you know, three blocks is good, I think, in terms of what, what you're getting from him. I mean, he's not having a... He's having a quiet game. I think he needs more touches. Well, we'll see if that happens. Let's go now to Paul Jones and Jack Armstrong, guys. Well, James, Dwayne, how you guys doing? Uh, Jones will be joining me momentarily. He's uh, signing autographs and taking pictures. You know, tons of Raptor fans here tonight. And uh, great turnout for Raptor fans. And so far, the Raptors just uh, need to pick it up on the defensive end. I, Minnesota's done a great job so far. 19 assists. 20 field goals, their ball movement, their execution, their quality of shot selection has been very good. Um, the Raptor bench came in and did a pretty good job. I think Serge Ibaka struggled a little bit with the adjustment of of maybe coming off the bench again, a little, little jumpy, but nonetheless, uh, the Raptors here in a position, that's all you want to be, you're down four to start the second half, and they got to make that first run, and uh, that's going to be so, so important. But Andrew Wiggins has been great for the uh, Timberwolves tonight, as, as he always is against the Raptors. 15 points, 7 assists. Jarrett Culver was great as well, 16 points. And just got to get it going here. But positive news, at least for the Raptors, Fred Van Vliet played really well in his debut back from the injury. 16 points and uh, loved how he played. And now my esteemed partner, Paul Jones, will join us here to start us off on a play-by-play second-half both teams go with their traditional starting lineups that they started the game with. And I turn you over to my partner, Mr. Paul Jones. Uh, Jacko. Raptors will bring it front court. They move right to left to start this half. Lowry, three ball, far side, good. Down the bottom of the well. Raptors cut it to one, Jack. Lowry shot it well tonight, Jones. He two for four for three, six at ten overall, 14 points. He and Van Bleet, the starting backcourt, have combined for 30. They like the small lineup. Covington three up top. Good. Lowry felt he was tripped trying to get over the screen. New call. Three ball for Covington. Gasol in the lane. Great pass to a sliding Siakam. Lays it up and in. Beautiful cut. An outstanding identification that time by Marcus Sol Siakam finishing it. Wiggins foul line jumper at the other end. No good. Long rebound. Lowry. Two on three. Lowry, though, crosses over Napier, gets into the lane, hitting the face. As Kyle made sure the referee knew, he stopped, literally, and reached up to his facial area. The foul on the Yukon man, Shabazz Napier. Let's see if the Raptors can tie the game or grab the lead with a three. Lowry will inbound, near side, left wing. Raptors moving right to left in the white uniforms. 
Van Vliet drives right. On the bounce, gets a swish against Jared Culver. To Gasol, straight away. Now to Van Vliet, far side, right wing. Shot clock at five. Fred to Gasol, swing it to Lowry. Three ball in the air, good. Great ball movement. Gasol with a quick swing. Raptors up 66-65. Lowry's bucket in the bottom of the well. Minnesota has it front court. They try to get it cross court. It's tipped by the Raptors. Jack, let's see if the Raptors can buckle down defensively yeah, that's, that's and get gonna, some stuff done. You're totally right. That's going to be the big factor here in the second half, getting stops and getting some running off their defense. Wiggins front court in the first half. Minnesota only seven turnovers. Down the lane, Wiggins shot blocked by Siakam. They get it to Culver, three ball near side, air ball. Back comes Van Vliet. Pull up three, far side, no good. Long, rebound to Minnesota. Here comes Shabazz Napier, down the lane. Now backs out near side, right wing. Minnesota in the highlighter green, moving left to right. Covington, one dribble, up fake, pull up, 12 footer, no good. Rebound Toronto. Gasol to Lowry. Up the middle of the court into the lane. Kicks it back to Siakam. He's got a mismatch on Napier. He'll turn. Back him down. Double comes. They kick it out. Swing it around. Van Vliet on the bounce. Shot clock at eight. Drives into the lane. Floats it up. No good. Rebound. They kick it out. Gasol has to take the three. Shot clock running down. In and out. Rebound to Minnesota. Fred, another difficult take, yeah, Jack. Tried to do too much on that play. Could have swung the ball. Towns, behind the back pass. I don't know who that was to. Goes into the front row. Raptor basketball. Usual play. Good hustle play by OG Ananobi on the last possession. To get the offensive rebound, threw the ball right out to Gasol. Gasol had to shoot it to beat the clock. But he had a good look, Jack. He had a great look, and he took a good shot with conviction. That's okay. And uh, just got to get a little more flow in the offense at last possession. Van Vliet tried to do a little too much with the bounce. Here comes Toronto front court with a one-point lead, 66-65. Van Vliet, three straight away, good. Down the bottom of the well. Siakam collapsing the defense and kicking it out that was an open look yeah, for freddie v you're so right about that great pass by siakam good two-man action between van vliet and siakam siakam drove it hard and threw the ball back out and now the raptors 906 remaining third quarter they lead by four 69 65. biggest lead of the game for toronto we'll take a break from the Target Center in Minneapolis, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. An 11-3 run to start the quarter for the Raptors. And four of seven from the floor. Three of those, three of five from behind the arc. Minnesota only one of five to start the quarter. Raptors up 69-65. Largest lead of the game at four as we have 9.06 to go third quarter. Time to run for the hills, Jack. Well, time to build on it. And how do you do that, Jonesy? You make that sustained commitment defensively. And defense in front of the Raptor bench here in the second half. So I always find there's a little more accountability on that end. 
and guys have to make plays in front of their colleagues. Jack, were you one of those guys? Where'd you want your defense at the, at the end of the game? In front of you, or you want your offense in front a lot, of you? A lot of depends on what type of team I had. Towns, three ball, no good. Rebound, Culver. They leave him under the basket. He floats it up and in. Big breakdown that time on the glass. I, I, I felt that if I had a young team that was shaky, I'd want the offense in front of me in the first half and the defense in front of me in the second half. If I had a really good team, I'd want my offense in front of me in the second half. Gasol, open three, couldn't get it down. Back comes Minnesota, trailing 69-67. They move left to right. Wiggins down the lane, kicks to Napier, swing it. Covington, three, near side, no good. Rebound, Gasol fighting off Towns with that old man strength. Mark didn't leave the ground for the rebound. Uh, he didn't have to. Van Vliet up top. Left side near wing. Raptors coming right to left to Gasol. Back to Van Vliet on the give and go. The pass a little hard through his hands out of bounds. Minnesota basketball. Van Vliet saying, hey man, I was held by the defense on that cut. Napier into the corner. They swing it. Wiggins, three, no good. Rebound Towns underneath. Puts his head down. Still in the lane. Has it stripped. The Raptors get it. Lowry, quick hit ahead to Siakam, runs it down in the corner, and Kyle can't get it. Here comes Minnesota. Culver to Napier, wide open corner three, no good. Rebound Towns over the back of Van Vliet. Wow, and they got the foul on Van Vliet. He boxed them out. It's called a box out. You have position. I don't care how big a guy you are. Well, he's saying he held his arm. I'd like to see that again. Wow, I don't know. Wow, I, I I don't know. I see the replay. I do not know. Box out, gone from the game. Yeah, we're playing patty cake out here. Wiggins, far side, left wing. Kicks it to Towns. Up top, back to Wiggins, into the corner. Culver drives into the lane. Stop, jumper, no good. Rebound. Covington has it knocked away. Lowry comes out of the pack with it. Two on three. Kyle puts his head down, bounces off Culver, banks it in, and one. Kyle says, keep the meter going. I got two, and I'm looking for more. What an amazing play by Kyle Lowry. And the guy, as we know, Jonesy, is so super competitive. Boy, oh, boy, what a terrific play. I mean, he just goes right at the heart of Culver and draws that foul. And the, and the ability to maintain his balance somehow and get the shot off. Wow. 71-67 Toronto. A lot of the Raptor fans that came dressed in red from places like Thunder Bay and Winnipeg are loving the fact that the Raptors are up five right now. People drove 11 hours to get here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Culver, step back, three near side, no good. Rebound knocked away. Gasol and Towns Let fighting on the weak side. Yeah, but they're both being physical. Why is, why is... And there's no advantage. Well, I, this this has happened a lot. I see this sometimes. Guys like Towns get protected. I mean, because Gasol's a good player, too. They're both big men. Let them play. And, and like, Towns is out there. He's physical, too. Yeah, but he's flailing away like a one-way yeah. tough guy. Like, you can't be tough at one end and then be flopping like a rag doll at the other. Wiggins in the lane, lays it up and in. 72-69. Raptors see their lead shave to three. Siakam backs down on Covington. Covington reaches. Pascal beats him and lays it in, but they got the foul on Covington. 
Second on Covington, third team foul, 6.47 to go. Third quarter, Raptors up 72-69. Van Vliet checks out now, played 20 minutes, 19 points. And Norm Powell, who's only played nine because he's had three fouls, comes into the game here, 6.47 remaining. Raptors with a three-point lead. Lowry inbound to Gasol, or to Siakam, near side, left wing squares backs into the lane shoulder shake puts it up short rebound Covington down with it the foul will be on Mark Gasol Minnesota's done a good job rebounding the ball tonight they've been very physical and the Raptors a half step slow on defensive blockouts it's giving them some issues here Minnesota with 10 second chance points Gonna be a fight all the way home, Jack. We talked about trying to pull away. Minnesota's not letting it happen. Well, they lost a tough one last night at Indiana. Towns into the lane to Covington. Drives it to the hoop and lays it in. Raptors half-court outlet. Siakam drives, lays it up and in. Napier, the little man, no defense against the taller driving Siakam. 74-71 Toronto. Good aggressive move by Siakam in the open court right side. Wiggins. Got Gasol on the switch, out top above the arc. Crosses over right into the lane to Covington. Three ball near side, no good. Rebound Powell. Runs it up the left side near wing. Raptors coming right to left. 5.50, third quarter. Lowry, three ball, got it. Near side, left wing in front of the Wolves bench. Raptors up 77-71. Lowry willing his team back here in the second half. Okogi to Covington. Up fake, steps in, Lowry knocks it away. Two on one, Toronto. Powell all the way to the hoop, lays it up and in. And they're gonna wipe it out on a travel. No, they're gonna give him the deuce. I thought he traveled, but hey, the Raptor fans, they're happy about it, they'll take it. And Norm Powell gets the basket. And Kyle Lowry, how many impactful oh. plays has he made? Taking charges, making big threes, the steal, and Norm Powell goes to the basket and gets the layup. I thought he traveled, but hey, 5.32 remaining, third quarter, Raptors with an eight-point lead, 79-71. From the Target Center in Minneapolis, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Jake Smith, and Grant Wenstering here at Target Center. Taddy, Watson, Aradash Vandy and Steve Eliopoulos back at Raptors Central. Cast of thousands, Jonesy. Just to keep you and I on the air. We're like we're like two divas, right? <laughs> we, like, we got handlers and enablers. Well, the Raptors are handling business now up 79-71. 21-9 to start the third quarter here, Jonesy. So plus 12 in that category. And that's been a big plus. And Kyle Lowry in the third quarter has just been magnificent. And, uh, well... Here we go. Let's see what the Minnesota Timberwolves have now because the Raptors got to be ready for it and their defense has got to continue to get those stops. Here we go. Minnesota front court moving left to right in the highlighter green uniforms. Covington far corner. Out there were Jang, Okogi, Wiggins, and Napier. Covington drives, misses the layup, rebound Siakam. Great Siakam, help. Powell, Lowry out there with Ananobi and Ibaka. Powell corner three, no good. Good look, couldn't get it down. Here comes Wiggins. Five minutes, third quarter. Toronto by eight, 79-71. And they got Siakam on the foul. That's the 15th foul on Toronto. 
So, oh, excuse me, fourteen foul in Toronto. My apologies. Gorgie Jang. He's kept moving that screen, and exactly. Siakam's trying to get around him. And at some point, the guy's got to be stationary. Yeah, I agree with you. But the play involved Wiggins, so they get the benefit of the doubt there. Wiggins gets the inbound. Ananobi all over him in a stance in front of him. Wiggins tries to shake him. OG not moving. Good job. They swing there. it around the horn. Drive by Okogi. Short rebound to Lowry. Wrap the defense is picked up, Jonesy. Powell on the outlet. Gets it to Ananobi. Down low on Wiggins. Spins him. Gets it inside. Floats it up. No good. But the foul on Wiggins. OG using his size to his advantage there, Jack, in yeah. the low hole. A very aggressive play that time by OG Ananobi. Beautifully done. Taking him right into the post on the left side. He'll shoot two. 4.36 remaining. Raptors lead by eight. 79-71 here on a Saturday night from Minneapolis. It's hockey day in Minnesota today. The entire state, there's hockey going on all over the place. What a rough day to be outdoors playing hockey. I saw there was an outdoor game, ladies game. It was Minnesota and Ohio State. I felt bad for them. A little chilly out there. A little chilly it is. Ojana Moby makes both free throws. His first two points of the game. And our Raptors lead by 10, 81-71. OG Ananobi's played well the last few games. McLaughlin, Jordan McLaughlin. Kick it out. Georgie Jang, three up top, no good. All white Raptors shirts on the glass. Here comes Toronto front court. Siakam loses the ball, trying to get it to Ibaka. Live ball, turnover. Here comes Minnesota. Covington to Wiggins. Straight away to Gorgie Jang. Back to Covington. Up fake to Jang in the lane. Fouled Lowry and Powell there. And they're going to say he was going up. That can't be it. Well, it's going to be two shots no matter what because the Raptors are in the bonus. It's a 15 foul, so it doesn't matter. But it's the fourth foul. Uh, who are they saying? Kyle Lowry's trying to say the foul's on me. Because if not, it gets on Norm Powell. And that would be his fourth foul, but that's what they call. Yeah, Powell with the foul. So Gorgie Jang will go to the line, as we said. Fourth on the all-time games played list, 490 in Minnesota. Behind legendary Timberwolves names, Kevin Garnett, Sam Mitchell. Our good buddy, Sam Mitchell, yeah. Doug West. And the Louisville Cardinal now, Gorgie Jang, makes the first free throw. It's his 30th birthday, 81-72 Toronto. Make it 81-73. Raptors leading by eight. 3.59 third quarter. Powell will matriculate the ball front court on the bounce. Siakam sits down and Hollis Jefferson Jonesy in the game for Toronto. Powell gets it to Lowry straight away. Works left with an Ibaka screen. Up fake. Gets McCray in the air. Puts it up no good. Or McLaughlin in the air. I tell you, how good has he been today? Oh. I mean, Lowry, he, he played under 30 minutes last night, and he looks fresh as a daisy tonight. 23 points, six boards, two assists. He's 9-13 overall, four for six from three. He's been exceptional. And Pascal Siakam, Jonesy, going to the Raptor locker room. I really didn't see anything on the play, but he's heading there right now. 
Well, we'll see if we get a report from Raptors Media Relations. Well, Scotty McCullough, the trainer, and Alex McKechnie, the director of sports science, have stayed on the bench, so... Well, my man Gio ran to the locker room with him, so we'll see what we'll see what we hear. Okay, Gio Sardello, one of the assistant trainers to Scott McCullough, the head athletic trainer. Wiggins up top. Toronto by 10, 83-73 after the free throws. Covington, an off-balance three goes down. Wow, he shot fake. Looked like he took all the spring out of his legs, Jack, and still got it down. That was good defense by Hollis Jefferson on the closeout on the left side. Lowry guarded by Wiggins near corner. Gets an Ibaka screen, fine surge. Backs down against Gorgie Jang. Turnaround jumper on the baseline, long. Rebound, Covington. Wiggins runs it front court. Covington, three ball, far side, good. Back-to-back -back triples by the Tennessee State man, the Raptor lead. Cut to 83-79, under three minutes, third quarter. And a no-be three, no good, rebound Gorgie Jang. Ten-point lead dissipating in front of the Raptors' eyes. Wiggins against Hollis Jefferson. On the bounce, works down to the far corner, inside to Jang. Drives, kicks it up top, stolen by Hollis Jefferson. Ronde front court to Lowry, pull up three, far side, good. Down the bottom of the well for the little man from North Philly, 86-79 Toronto. Absolute brilliance tonight from Kyle Lowry. I mean, the guy is 10 for 14 for 28 points. My goodness. McLaughlin to Jang, up top. 2-10, third quarter, Toronto up, 86-79. Wiggins. Out near center, Ananobi on him, drives left side, reverse layup, no good, but fouled by Ibaka. And that'll send Andrew Wiggins to the line for two. So let's see, Jack, if the Raptors can end this quarter on the right note. Well, 201 remaining, Andrew Wiggins will shoot two. The Raptors lead by seven, 86-79. And Mr. Wiggins quite the game tonight this is the first free throw 17 points 10 assists six boards and Kyle Lowry and OG Ananobi check out and now Fred Van Vliet and Patrick McCaw check in for the Raptors so it's McCaw Hollis Jefferson Abaka Powell and Van Vliet here with 2-0 remaining Wiggins will get another free throw See Toronto, a faint, a faint chant of let's go Raptors. Siakam coming back to the bench, so we didn't get a report. Sometimes the guy's just got to use the can or something. Yeah. Who's got the key? Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> Raptors front court leading 86-80, minute 50, third quarter. Powell straight away gets it to Ibaka, back to Powell, bottom of the center circle. Drives right, then left, back into the lane. Floats it up and in on Gorgie Jang. Wow, good jump stop. And then he pumped again and got the defender up in the air. Really well done by Powell on the left side of the basket. Powell with 11 points, double figures again, Jonesy. Okogi, three ball near side, short, long rebound knocked away. Covington has it into the far corner. Wiggins up fake, drive, finds Jang. On the bounce into the lane to Okogi. 
close out McCaw. Okogie drives, finds Chang, lays it up and in. Nice pass that time by Okogie on the drive on the right side. The hookup with Chang. Raptors up 88-82, under a minute to go, third quarter. Ibaka, elbow jumper, no good. Tough shot. Rebound Wiggins. Wiggins with a double-double, 18 points, 10 assists, and he's got seven rebounds, definitely within triple-double range. Okogi up fake, drive, and jams it down. The flying Nigerian out of Georgia Tech makes it 88-84. Toronto's lead cut to four. See if the Raptors go two for one here. They like to usually do it. Van Vliet drives into the lane. Kogi fouled him like five times there. Hollis Jefferson drives into the lane. Up fake. Where's the foul? And they got the foul finally on Covington. Ridiculous. I mean, they got fouled like a hundred times. Kogi hacked. I mean, I'm talking hacked. Fred Van Vliet and Hollis Jefferson was hacked. So Rondé will go to the line for two free throws. Raptors up 88-84, 24.4 seconds to go, third quarter. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson on the line. First free throw, no good. Adenobi and Terrence Davis will check in. Raptors holding on to a four-point lead. And Vliet and Powell check out. Adenobi and Davis check in. A little offense, defense here. Second free throw made by Hollis Jefferson. 24.4 remaining third quarter. Raptors lead by five. 89-84. T-Wolves will get the last shot of the court. Here comes Na uh, Napier, or sorry, Jordan. McLaughlin, front court, turns his back to McCaw on the dribble. Shot clock at 10, game clock at 10. Covington straight away, drives right, tough, three in the air, air ball, out of bounds, two and a half seconds to go. Toronto might get a look. Good switch out actions by the Raptors and great shot contest by Terrence Davis at the top of the key. Nick Nurse positioning his team. And Anobi will inbound. Nobody's closer to him than center. Gets it to, no, he tries to throw it to Ibaka. Intercepted by Covington, who misses the three. Wow. Not the way Nick Nurse drew it up. And, okay. And Anobi threw a difficult pass, and Nick Nurse is saying, hey, wait a minute, what are you doing? So they got to figure out the play call right here. Those little late, you know, but Anobi normally isn't, in a situation like that, right? right? Different different personnel and Kyle Lowry actually explaining to OG Ananobi what exactly the purpose of the play was and where we were supposed to go with it. But nonetheless, Raptors have battled back here. They lead by five, 89-84 after three quarters, Jonesy. Last lap of the track, Jacko, when we come back from Minneapolis. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. 89-84, Toronto, fourth quarter, last lap of the track. Raptors by five. Raptors plus nine in that quarter. That really helped in their defense. Much, much better holding Minnesota only 22 points there in the third quarter. 
The Timberwolves shooting eight for 29 in that quarter, or eight for 26 in that quarter. So give the defense credit, as you said, Jack. Minnesota starts with the ball. Towns backs down, and they've got the foul on Ibaka. And that's what I mean. Towns is physical. He's backing in. And well, he's, a, he's setting the contact up every time. That's fine, but you got to take some back. Don't so, expect a guy to let yeah. you lean in and be part of his highlight yeah. pack. Totally right, Jonesy. McRae up top to Towns. Up fake. Drives into the lane. Kicks to the corner. Kata Bates drop in the lane. Floats it up and in. 89-86 Toronto. They get their first touch of the quarter with a three-point lead. Van Vliet, Ibaka, McCaw, Hollis, Jefferson, and Powell. McCaw straight away. Raptors in the white moving right to left. Finds Van Vliet. Works far side with an Ibaka screen. Pull-up jumper good from Freddie Van Vliet. He has been great as well. He had a He's 5 of 6 and 3, 8 of 12 overall, 21 points. He and Lowry have given you 49 points in the backcourt. Culver down the lane, lays it up and in, and a foul. A little tic-tac foul. 91-88, Toronto and Culver's going to go to the line for one more. Raptors got this lead up to 10 here in the second half, and now they're letting Minnesota hang around. You know, I know you're the road team, and it's never easy to win on the road, but got to keep that defensive intensity going. Raptors have the second most road wins in the East behind only Milwaukee. Well, I've always been, believed that the teams with the winning road records are the ones that really are worthy to keep a strong look at for the springtime. Well, Raptors 12-7 and seven on the road. Deep three, no good. Hollis Jefferson with the rebound, floats it back up and in. Rondé. Big play. Picking up the loose change around the table and eating like a king. Seven points, four boards for him, and he's saved them on a few possessions. Culver to Towns, near side, right wing. Kicks it far side, left wing to Bates Jopp above the arc. Drives, knocked away by the Raptors. Here they come, three on two. Van Vliet with the ball in the middle to Powell. Drives, floats it up, no good, but he's fouled. That looked more like a conventional fast break, Jack. Ball exactly. in the middle, wings being filled. That's right, and Fred Van Vliet dropping the ball to the right wing to Powell at the precise moment that he was going to catch it and have advantage. Powell takes two free throws here coming up. So Norm, first free throw up and down clean for the general. Powell tonight, 12 points, 5 of 10 shooting. Three assists as well. He's done a nice job. Foul trouble's been an issue for him. He's got four. Spins it in his hands. Dips, fires, knocks down two. Raptors up 95-89, 10-20. Clock running, fourth quarter. Here comes Minnesota left to right. Jordan McLaughlin gets it to town straight away. Dribble handoff to Culver, knocked away. Raptors have it. Norman Powell out of the pack, lays it up, no good. Rebound, Patrick McCaw scoops up the loose change and puts it back in the machine. Good hustle play, don't quit on the play. McCaw knocks it down, Raptors lead by 8, 97, 89, 8.54 remaining fourth quarter. The pressure on the dribble handoff causing that turnover. Kata Bates job. Out to Okogi, drives into the lane, floats it up, no good. Rebound, Towns. 
and they say no wipe it out as Towns was caught for the pushing foul out of bounds and Toronto will get the ball bring it front court right to left a chance to make the lead double figures at 10 or 11 with a three Towns will be coming out of the game and I don't know about you Jones you mentioned it earlier I agree with you his body language hasn't been great tonight no no maybe they have him on a minutes restriction just back in the lineup I don't know but Powell floater in the lane is good timeout Minnesota they trail by 10 99-89 with 9.33 to go in the ball game Norman Powell delivering the goods off the bench Jonesy now he's got 15 points and uh, doing a great job out there 6 of 12 and timeout on the floor 9.33 remaining the Raptors lead by 10 99-89 approaching the top of the stretch in Minnesota at the target center this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Raptors winning this second half 41-27. As a result, their lead is 10, which is the biggest of the game right now at 99-89. With 9.33 to go, Jack, trying to ride it home right here. Sure is, and uh, Raptors are in a good position here. They can just close the deal. This is their ties their largest lead of the night and uh, at 10 and again the defense has got them some a few good plays there on the defensive end have really helped them and let's see how the Timberwolves respond here with 933 remaining and they trail by 10 9989 here from Minneapolis a chilly target center the, yeah. the, the building's nice and warm but outside the target center quite chilly but there's no better place to be to Jonesy than a warm cozy gym on a cold winter night that's why I played basketball in the winter minus 17 Celsius and for those of you that work it on the Fahrenheit scale it's cold period I'm, I'm just doing the calculation in my head 34 31 it's one degree Fahrenheit how's that Culver drives and he's Fouled at the 10 by Ibaka, and Jared Culver will go to the line for two. I had to do that for the benefit of our engineers, Grant and Jake, who are saying, minus 17. Like, hold on a second. It's like when you you go outside in Miami and you say, it's beautiful, it's 25. People look at you like you're sideways, and then you, you translate 25 into 77, and they go, oh, okay, I got you. Yep, I got you, Jonesy, and I got you. Bottom line, it's cold out there. It's cold. It's cold. I remember being in Minnesota years ago for a tournament as a high school player. And I said, what's the temperature? And the guy said, minus 40. I said, wow, Fahrenheit or Celsius, it doesn't matter. That's where they meet. It's cold. <laughs> Culver makes one of two. Raptors have a 9.9990 lead with 9.05 to go. Powell to Ibaka, fouled by Gorgie Jang. As a nice job by Powell coming off the down screen. The pin down by Ibaka and delivering to him right away, Powell, Jack. Yeah, did a good job. Norm's Norm's dialed in, man. No, he's he's playing with confidence. You know what? And he, he sometimes when he, he he looks over his shoulder looking for like affirmation from the yeah. bench. Now he's, he he's saying, I don't need it now. No, and, and he knows what he's doing and he knows he has the belief of the coaching staff. So he's out there just playing and he's making the right plays. Ibaka makes the first free throw, 901 remaining. Fourth quarter, Raptors lead by 10, 100 to 90. Abaca with another free throw. 
Surge off the bench tonight. Seven points, four rebounds, three assists. And knocks down the second one. 11-point lead, biggest of the game for Toronto. 101-90, 8.58 to go, fourth quarter. Wiggins in the lane, strip. Here comes Powell on the run. Beats Jordan McLaughlin, reverse layup is in. Wow, Norman Powell in control. A nifty reverse layup to give the Raptors a 13-point lead. 17 for the general. McRae in the lane, lays it up, no good. Toronto looking to bust it open here. Van Vliet, front court. Powell, three in the air, short. Long rebound, McRae, or McLaughlin. Front court, youngster out of USC. To Wiggins, three ball near side, long. Rebound, Gorgie Jang. Jumped in there for the rebound, Raptors didn't pursue it. Down low, the pass for Wiggins, intercepted by McCaw. Toronto in control right now. Hollis Jefferson down low. Great pass to Ibaka. Up fake. Jams it down. Toronto by 15. And a lot of the Raptor fans that made the trip from Winnipeg and Thunder Bay are starting to revel in the team's success. What a great pass by Hollis Jefferson out of the left post. Offensive foul. Gorgie Jang gets Finally. Rondé on the chops. And Van Vliet has to help him up. Toronto by 15, 7.49 to go. Looking to put the hammer down as we approach the top of the stretch. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I was surprised Hollis Jefferson had the ball that previous possession in the left post. They sent like three guys at him. Like, make him go one-on-one -on -one and beat you. Instead, they opened the floor up, and he hit a Bach on the right side for a beautiful back cut, but a dunk. And Raptors stay with the five that are on the floor. Hollis Jefferson, Van Vliet, Powell. McCaw and Ibaka here. Raptors front court, Van Vliet, far corner right side. Toronto in the white, moving right to left. Van Vliet, three good, splash in the bottom of the well for Mr. Bet on yourself. 28-24 between him and Lowry. Raptors up 108-90, stretching it out. 7.20 to go in the game. They've shot a combined 11 of 14 from three, Jonesy, as well. Wiggins in the lane, misses. Gorgie Jang has it knocked away by McCaw. Here come the Raptors. Van Vliet to Hollis Jefferson. Stops at the free throw line under control. They get it to Powell, far side against Wiggins. He says to Serge, come to the post. He gets it to him. Ibaka lays it in. What a play by Norm Powell. It's a 20-point Raptor lead. Great pass into the post by Norm Powell. And, and he took care of Serge Ibaka. And the Raptor bench all up celebrating, fired up here. And the Raptors' second unit blowing this game open. The Raptors by 20, 110, 97-01 remaining here, fourth quarter. From the Target Center in Minneapolis, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050, Toronto. 7.01 to go, fourth quarter. Raptors leading the Timberwolves 110 to 90. What a second half it's been. 52 to 28. The Timberwolves, yeah, they've held six points in this fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, the defense has been great, Jonesy. And uh, the Timberwolves are now down to 40% overall from the field. Raptors have also turned them over 17 times. That's led to 28 points. And the Raptors finally starting to get the break game going a little bit. Double digits again in fast break points. Toronto up by 20 right now. And <laughs> Nick Nurse will think about 
emptying the bench. Right now, the Timberwolves will come 94 feet from left to right. And Vleet in the game still. I'm sure he'll be out pretty soon. Well, Fred's working on 27 minutes. What did Nick Nurse say before the game around 28? 29? About 28 and seven or eight minutes stint. So Kyle Lowry has played 26 minutes tonight. So and only 22 last night. Yeah, well, and he played fresh tonight, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Had lots of juice. Wiggins, Napier, Covington, Culver, and Jang for Minnesota. Ibaka, Van Vliet, McCaw, Powell, Hollis, Jefferson for Toronto. Jang, three up top, got it. 110-93, Toronto. Phil with a sizable 17-point lead. Six and a half to go, fourth quarter. Powell in the lane to Ibaka, lays it up, no good. They ran the same play again, this time not successful. Culver three, no good. Rebound tipped away by Rondé to Van Vliet. Fred on the run into the lane, floats it up and in, man, double clutch. Jackknife layup with the left hand. The little man knows how to finish in traffic. 112-93, Raptors by 19. Jang has it blocked as he went up for the dunk. McCaw with the strip. Van Vliet three, good in the bottom of the well. Van Vliet knocks it down. He's got 29 to lead all scores. Wow. Welcome back, Freddie V. What a shot. Wiggins in the lane, bumped by Powell. And they're gonna get the foul on Norm, but. The Raptor bench is going absolutely bonkers. Kyle Lowry, Fred. Pascal Siakam, Terrence Davis. Man, oh man, they're having a good time. Matt Thomas, they're all up there dancing and laughing. Well, there are a lot of Raptor fans, as we said, that made the trip from the likes of Thunder Bay. Met four youngsters in the hotel that said they made it to Fargo, North Dakota last night amidst the bad weather and then were able to make it the rest of the way. Great story. They had as Van Vliet comes down on the run. Kicks it out to McCaw to Ibaka. Far side Powell. I'll finish the story in a second. Ibaka in the lane, loses the ball. Here comes Minnesota. Covington drives, lays it up and in. They had tickets in the upper bowl. We're sitting in the Starbucks close to our hotel. And some guy came in who was the vice president of ticketing for the Timberwolves saw them, talked to them, upgraded their tickets. They're sitting down behind the Raptor oh, bench that's now. that's great. That's awesome. Here comes Minnesota. Culver lays it in. This game's gotten a little sloppy. Good time out here, Nick Nurse. 5-14 remaining, and the Raptors with an 18-point lead. 97 for Minnesota. The Raptors with 115. So just got to close the deal here. Keep it here, we're out of timeouts, but we are inside the stretch. 5.14 to go in the ball game, 115.97. It has been a solid second half for your Toronto Raptors if you're listening back in Toronto or anywhere across the internet. Yeah, across the world, be. right? Yeah. I mean, people listen all across the world to you, Jonesy. You're a world superstar. 
Let's not get carried away. <laughs> well, carried away. I tell you what, you got to be super impressed, though, with the backcourt performance of Kyle Lowry and Fred VanVleet. They are a combined 21 of 27. And then from three, they are 12 of 15. And they've given you, what is that? That's 47, no, 57 points. They've given you four assists and 11 rebounds. They have been unbelievable what they've done tonight. And Van Bleet has done it in a tidy 28 minutes. And Lowry's done it in a tidy 26 minutes. So they've gotten good play. And now Lowry will go back in along with Abaka, Hollis Jefferson, Norm Powell, and Patrick McCaw. McCaw, excuse me, will be that primary ball handler who can play, set Lowry up a little bit as a scorer. Lowry, step back, jumper, no good. Rebound, Andrew Wiggins. Two rebounds from a triple-double for Mr. Wiggins, but hasn't had... Been a little quieter in the second Yeah. Half. Covington in the corner, three ball in the air, good. 115-100, does Minnesota have one last push in them with 4.38 to go? Lowry to a cutting McCaw, comes out the far side right wing to Hollis Jefferson, drives, kicks it out to Ibaka to Lowry. Shot ball fake, three ball, no good, rebound Wiggins, that's nine. One rebound from a triple-double. Towns, front court. Gets it to Culver. Out of Napier, far side, left wing, up top. Towns, tippy-toe, three, no good. Rebound, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Lowry, front court. To Hollis-Jefferson on Napier. Backs him down, right side, far wing. Napier all over him, knocks the ball away, goes out of bounds, far side. It'll be Toronto basketball. I'll tell you what, Raptor Bench has done a good job tonight. Plus yeah. 16, 38, 22. And obviously Powell and Abaka have led the way with 29 of those points. And they've gotten good minutes tonight from Hollis Jefferson as well. well. Those guys are back in roll and they know I better play hard when I'm in there because I've got limited minutes. Lowry long jumper far side. Norm Powell actually. Or sorry, Powell far side. Powell with 20 points now, Jonesy. I was talking with our esteemed media relations director jen quinn here on text looks like we're going to have norm to chat with after the game 326 to go raptors up 118 100 lowry steaming down main street gets stripped and ibaka fouls jared culver in the backcourt lowry's up 18 and he's still all over mitchell irvin saying man i got fouled on that drive well, we're gonna have some substitutions for the raptors now Yep. Serge Ibaka is going to check out, and Chris Boucher is going to check in. And Marcus Gasol played 20 minutes tonight, Ibaka 25. So now the Raptors play again on Monday afternoon at 2.30 Eastern. So obviously, even though it's not a back-to-back, -back, it's still not an easy third game in four, day, four days, and then you're, it's, you're playing an afternoon game. So Martin Luther King holiday. Jacko, who you got in the football games tomorrow? 
Kansas City. I'm going with Kansas City, and I'm going with the 49ers. I'm going with the home teams. You don't want to see a rematch of Super Bowl two between. Uh, oh, the Packers and the uh, the Chiefs. I would yeah. love it. I just don't get that feeling. I mean, although although with the exception of Tannehill, who's played well, if Mahomes, Jimmy G, or Aaron Rodgers are in the Super Bowl, they're going to be slinging that thing all over the place. <laughs> Raptors up 16, 118, 102, 310 to go. Down the stretch we come. Raptors in the lead. Terrence Davis, far side, right wing, into the lane. Kick out. Boucher, three, far side, no good. Rondé Hollis Jefferson can't keep it alive. Here comes Minnesota. Covington, three balls straight away, no good. Rebound, Boucher. Boucher, great pass to Rondé, who jams it down on the run. Timeout, Ryan Saunders. Well, I tell you what, the Minnesota Timberwolves have caved here, and the Raptors are going to yep. go home with a victory. 2.40 remaining, fourth quarter, and... Jack, we're at that point in the year, right? Yeah. Well, we're into the dog days. They say exactly zero to 20, everybody's excited. Games like 60 to 80 everybody's looking for the playoffs or some teams are turning out playing out the string but 20 to 40 in the dog days and if you're a bad team like minnesota is let's face it right now and you get punched early sometimes you just kind of i, I wouldn't in. say you let go of the you rope cave. but you, you just kind of say well well jonesy and here's the other thing uh, i mentioned this before the game minnesota has a better road record than they do home record yeah and they've had issues drawing fans here. And, you know, I think it's if you're a player, it's got to hurt a little bit when you show up tonight. And it's a pretty good turnout. But a lot of the people in the audience have red shirts on. Yeah. They're Raptor fans. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that breaks your spirit a little bit. So, uh, the Raptor fans giving a standing ovation to their team right behind their bench. And, yeah, and there's a whole section beside us here, Jack. In 129, they're all standing and oh, wrapped up. Uh, now you got to have uh, Thomas, Davis, Jeff, excuse me, uh, Stanley Johnson, Boucher, and Patrick McCall all in the game now for Toronto. Nick Nurse is. Well, this is good because you play yeah. Monday afternoon, third game in four nights, uh, four days. So McLaughlin jumper, no good. Rebound gets it back, drives baseline into the lane. Here's a cool floater thing. up and in. Here's the cool thing. Not one Raptor played 30 minutes today. Jordan Bell with the bucket there. Yeah, you're right, Jacko. Save those minutes. Front court, Terrence Davis. And he gets called for a discontinued dribble. Hmm. How often do you see that? Rare. But the quote has been met. <laughs> I'm waiting for a three-second and a travel now, and it'll be good. Uh, okay, you're all set, huh? Funny. McLaughlin drives from the corner, floats it up, and in. 120-106, minute 46 to go. Just an adjustment with the clock now, and Raptors uh, will inbound the ball. And Why don't you just keep it running? You know what, Jonesy? I've always been a proponent of the running running time uh, when the game's at, or, you know, like the mercy rule in baseball, right? 
like Little League, but uh, I think you get paid by the word, so. Yeah. And I better keep talking, right? We got a <laughs> minute better. and a half to go. Keep talking, my man. Toronto up 120 to 106. Jack, they're going to Atlanta as long three goes down from Kata Bates' job. But Jack, they're going to Atlanta with another game that they should be looking after yeah, things. Yeah, should be favored in, yep. Davis in the lane, loses it. Lead is 11, minute 16 to go. Three ball, Bates drop, no good. Rebound, Matt Thomas. And a huge howl from a bunch of people that obviously are from nearby Wisconsin where Matt went to school. Went to school at Iowa State. Stanley Johnson drives in the lane to Boucher for the jam. Great pass by Stanley Johnson. Corner three in the air, Okogi is good. So, let's see if Toronto can hang on. They're up by 10. 122-112. They'll hang on, Jonesy. Have faith. Stanley Johnson up top. Shake, pull up, jumper in the air, no good. Rebound tipped up by Boucher, no good. Gets it back to Davis. Terrence, three ball near side, no good. 20 seconds to go. Minnesota coming front court. This will be the last trip of the game. Nas Reed, three ball, no good. Rebound Terrence Davis, and that will do it. The Raptors come to Minnesota and get a win on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Toronto moves to 28-14 as they win it by 10, 122-112. Well, good win for the Raptors. They turn their defense up in the second half, and the guard play of Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry was simply sensational. And then Norm Powell, once he worked his way through foul trouble, Really played a beautiful game again for the Raptors, and the bench was excellent tonight for Toronto, and good time had by all. Yeah, if you're the Raptors, you get the win, and it's time to head for Atlanta. Hopefully some warmer temperatures, and a chance for another win. We will have Norman Powell joining us as he is does he have the right drop or not he's got it he's got norm hey norm norm we're way up here man look straight in front of you i got there you, you. Go. what did did you not pay your dues today you got the three early fouls it's like they're man. messing with my guy here i know man. i think a couple of them weren't fouls but you know it's part of the game just uh, try to adjust where they're they're calling the game and you did adjust norm yeah, uh, you know, just uh, playing more with my feet, keeping my hands back. Uh, felt like there was a little touchy in the in the first half, so just uh, continuing to move uh, with the ball, move my feet, and try to stay in front and not be a step behind. You know, Norm. You know, you look at uh, you and I chatted the other night in Oklahoma City, and and you look where your game is right now. Talk a little bit about overall the second unit tonight. Serge Ibaka now with the second unit this particular game. 
and just your unit played really well. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, um, uh, we're just coming together. You know, um, we're trusting one another, like I said before, and we're just, we're just playing basketball. You know, um, we're letting the game come to us. We're playing harder in the defensive end first, and um, I think it's just flowing over to our offense. Um, we're, we're getting stops. We're getting out in transition. We're talking. We're moving. We have a lot of energy on the defensive uh, side of the ball, and it's helping our offense. Norm, how nice is it to see all these red shirts and purple shirts and these Raptor fans from Winnipeg and Thunder Bay driving eight, nine hours to get here, man. Man, I love it, man. Our fans are the best in the league. They travel really well. You know, it feels like a home game uh, in a lot of places. Um, so uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks for the support, man. We, we love the fans, and uh, we wouldn't be here without you guys. Norm, good job. We'll see you on the plane tomorrow to Atlanta, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Norman Powell with a solid game. Well in, done again. Yeah, and the Raptors win. And the general does a nice job finishing the game with yet another double-figure performance. And, Jack, I'm telling you, man, this team looking well, very, very solid. Well, good way to start the second half of the season now. They're 28 and 14. And, you know, you look at 28 and 14, and what does that mean? You're winning two out of every three games. I just did the calculation, Jack. They're on pace for 55 wins. That's a good pass. At good, this pace. I mean, and, they could pick and, it up, and too. And considering all the injuries they've had, uh, that's quite an accomplishment. So uh, positive things, 42 down, 40 to go. But who's counting? Let it roll. Let like, the good times roll. Get your hat and gloves on there, Jonesy. Yep, walking across the street to the hotel, but it'll be a nice walk with a win. That's it from Minneapolis. For Grant Weatherstone, Jake Smith, and Jack Armstrong, I'm Paul Jones saying this has been Tangerine Raptors basketball. Toronto wins it 122-112 over Minnesota. Thank you for listening. Good night from Minneapolis. This is Raptors game night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Nas Reed, three ball, no good. Rebound Terrence Davis, and that will do it. The Raptors come to Minnesota and get a win on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Toronto moves to 28 and 14 as they win it by 10. 122-112. Well, good win for the Raptors. They turn their defense up in the second half, and the guard play of Fred VanVleet and Kyle Lowry was simply sensational. That is Jonesy and Jack closing the lid on a Raptors victory, 122-112. And like most Raptors victories, the, the win itself is a standalone because it's how they got it. And Jack alluded to it there. From the backcourt, Lowry, 28 points. Freddie in his return, 29 minutes, 29 points. And if you throw in Norm off the bench, another 20-pointer, what, 77 points. Yeah. That's stunning. Yeah, and specifically, I think you look at Fred in terms of, like, you know, first game back in uh, 29 points, 7 for 8 from 3, career high. Uh, four steals as well. And he's fourth in the league in, in the NBA in steals. So I think him, he's so key to this team in terms of what he – does and what he makes it easier for Kyle to do, um, moving the ball, playing defense, and pushing the tempo. And I think you see him do that. And I think that's having this team back fully healthy and seeing what they can do when they're together, it's impressive. Well, and if you're going to get 20 from Norm off the bench on a nightly oh. basis, and that is a regular thing now, he is all business out there, isn't he? Yeah, and I mean, it's fantastic. He's playing with such confidence and with such poise, and that's kind of one thing that, you know, the knock on, on Norm I had is sometimes he plays well, but sometimes he presses, he tries a little too hard, and he's really finding his spots and playing in rhythm. And 
he's averaging 20 points a game since he's back. I'll take 12, I'll take 15, but to know that you're going to get that same kind of level on, in the second unit uh, from Norm is, is big because there's always a question, who's going to be your scorer off the bench? And I think if Norm can prove to be that guy, he's going to you know, cement the status. Yeah, so it was um, you know backcourt driven. There's no question about that. Uh, Norm is is dialed in. Freddie is back, and and Kyle's able to elevate the game. And and really, it was Kyle who sort of drove this thing forward because the the, the offensive totals are are not quite what you would expect, but they did show up at the right time and did get it done. And you know, I think if you you, you stick this game in with last night's game because it's sort of like a a, a combo uh, when you look at the minutes that are distributed that they were able to cut back on over two games on back to back nights. It's a pretty good uh, roster management exercise, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's a good showing on a back-to-back in terms of getting like these significant performances from your key guys. Still, I mean, you kind of look to the other guys who didn't play as much to kind of get more. And it, you didn't, you know, like Davis didn't go off tonight, but I mean, you have a balance. But you know, go out to Kyle. I think you know this is a, one of the older veteran guys there on this team who is you know giving you 28 solid minutes and give you 28 points. And you asked me about who I thought was a surprise this season, and I think. Kyle is still playing at this level, at a very high level, and leading this team and not settling down on a second of a back-to-back, a veteran guy. That's big. And well, he drew a charge tonight. Yeah, I, and I think, you know, we've talked about this before, that when you're, you're talking about, you know, how different these guys look or how dialed in or, or focused, I mean, it is that championship residue, and they're able to, to take it and, and go with it, and that doesn't happen all the time. No, I mean, I think that's, that's the thing, and especially when, you know, you're playing the regular season, there's injuries and, like, you know, while this is a great game, this is game 42, like how much does it mean? So sometimes in the NBA it's hard for players to get up for games and going to a team like Minnesota, which isn't struggling. But, um, you know, when Coach Nurse is going to like, I'm going to find who is up for it. Like if you're not well, bringing right. the intensity you bring defensively, I'm going to go down the line to find the guys who do want to play. And I think that, you know, you see that in the first half. We were searching for guys in the second half. Everyone was all on page in terms of what they had to do in their approach defensively to, to take this game away. Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to, you know, this was Kawhi's role in the, in the playoff drive was things aren't working, so he's going to buy his time. It's a different, obviously he's not here. And, and so there's different methods, but it seems that they're able to buy time for each other. And then eventually it happens. Yeah, and I think there's a level of pride with Kawhi being gone because, I mean, of course, you know, I'm just, the U.S. media is always never going to really give this team credit, but the first thing is like, okay, Kawhi's gone. This, this team, they're done. And I think, you know, this team obviously was a compliment to Kawhi because they were good with him. It, he wasn't the reason why this team was good. And I think they take pride in showing, and of course, continually being overlooked, that they can play and different guys can step up and, and play these roles and do what's necessary. So they like the idea that it's like, we're going we're gonna to solve this on our own. I would be remiss without uh, pointing out what Wiggins did tonight. 36 yeah. minutes, 6 of 14, 1 of 5 from the outside, 5 of 6 from the stripe. Uh, Triple-double, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, and 18 points. You're taking his performance. Hey, I mean, he's a highly criticized player for, for what he does. I mean, he had a great night, only 14 shot attempts. Uh, Triple-double, that's not even part of his arsenal. I mean, I think you know he's averaging like 3 or 4 rebounds and assists, so he had a great game. He tends to step up when he plays the Toronto team, but I think... You know, that's the problem with this team, though. I mean, Minnesota doesn't tend to get consistent support out of the rest of their guys. Um, but Andrew Wiggins is playing at a high level, showing what, what we've seen him do. And hopefully he can do that for Canada this summer if he comes to play for the national team. Well, and, and maybe maybe it's the T-Wolves problem. I mean, they have Wiggins and, and Towns and don't seem to be able to build around them. Yeah, I, they, they don't. I mean, they had Jimmy Butler uh, for a minute who got his way out of town. They had Zach Levine, who they traded for uh, for Jimmy Butler. But they can't f- seem to find the players to kind of surround um, 
you know, around the, the two stars. And I think that's one thing you got to look at, too, in terms of what the Raptors are doing with their management and, and building their team. And I know Minnesota's got new management in place to try and do stuff. But it's tough when you have two guys who take up a lot of your salary and don't have a lot of supporting players. So, uh, well, let's go back to Minnesota now. Here is Nick Nurse. Find their footing in the first half. Was it kind of an adjustment to the lineup, everybody being back? Or what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I thought both teams were kind of just uh, getting the kinks of a back-to-back out in that first quarter. There was a lot of uncontested layups and uncontested shots both ways, I think. But we, we knuckled down and thought we started jarring the ball loose a little bit more like we're accustomed to in the second half and getting out and running. What did you think of Fred's performance uh, it looked like it was just like riding a bike for him, right? He was really good, right? He finished, made some fabulous finishes. He really shot the ball great. Thought he had a couple of uh, pretty challenged ones that he lifted high arcers, and um, those I like when I see him come off really high like that. He tends to make those uh, that he has to put a little extra arc on, but no, he was great. What's with all your players coming back from injury and then shooting the hell out of the ball? <laughs> I think it's fresh legs, Eric. Fresh legs are are uh, golden. They're golden. Yeah, yeah. He did. He's been he's been great, and it's been it's not really I mean really nice for us to have a couple games here where we could we should, you know keep the minutes for everybody down and and not have them all go right down to the death you know of the of the clock and at the end so. It's good. We're, we're, we're got some firepower. We're playing pretty well. I think we're guarding. That's going to take us a long way this time of year. Fred had three fouls pretty early in the second quarter, four in the third. Is it nice just knowing you have all these players healthy so you could ride them if you want? Yeah, yeah. I think it was, a, you know, you don't normally let a guy ride past three in the first, but I don't know. Again, for some reason, I just was wanted to let him, let him stay, and he ended up banging a couple shots after that. So... Um, that was good, and yeah, you're right. There's there's some bodies over there now, and you can if, if something weird happens where he gets four or five early, you can probably uh, survive it a little better now. Yeah. Seen how well Norm could do as a starter, but I imagine you might have been wondering how he'd do as a reserve. So are you? What do you think of the way he's con- just continued to roll? Because it hasn't always been the in the past. Maybe. Yeah. No, he's he's playing better. very consistently right now, and and again, I think uh, I, I still I always I go back to this a lot. I don't know what year it was, maybe three years ago. He was great in the open floor. And then all of a sudden, we weren't seeing that for some reason. And, and now that seems to be, you know, like when he breaks out with it at midcourt in a three-on-three or four-on-four, you're, you're almost expecting him to get a layup out of it now and finish him. And that's just added so much to his game. How much does it help the conference? There was a, there's a stat out there that of players that have scored 400 points, nobody scored more a high percentage on the fast break than the Yeah. How much does that lead to his well, I, th- I think it's um, uh, a lot. I think he's playing like a super confident player right now. He's just moving around the floor like he's in command of his own game, and, and uh, I would say it's translating to the other end. I, I don't, I don't, uh, he's engaged. I don't, I don't see very many breakdowns from him on the other end, too. And I think when he's, when he's in a little bit of a, a, a um, you know, Maybe shakier situation on offense it translates to the defense. So he's he's good. He's he's again playing confident. I love him. Love him in the open floor. That's a heck of a stat. That's a good. That's a good uh, stat to lead the league in. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Sorry. Go ahead. Put Matt Thomas in there at the end of the first half. Was it an intention of yours to make sure you saw the court no matter how the game unfolded? It it wasn't. But but I just. it, it, I, we had an offensive possession there. I had a couple guys with three. 
Um, so I thought, and, and I had Kyle and, and uh, Fred, I don't know, I was just trying to get some shooting out there. We were going to run a, you know, kind of one of our end-of-half sets, and obviously we turned it over, and it seemed like we were, I'm not sure the ball came on our end of the half court for about two minutes there, but so Matt, I put in Matt, and he played defense the whole time. Did you all people know how close this is? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, Matt, um, he's really played well for us. Uh, he's probably... It's too bad that he was one of the guys out when we had everybody out because he could have logged some serious minutes, right? And now he gets back and everybody's back and he kind of gets filtered in. But um, I'll say this, he's shown he can play at this level. Um, we can come out there and run stuff for him and he can, and he can do work and he's, a, and he's a really good team defender. He's much better defensively than maybe people give him credit for. He had a fan club here. Where was yours? Mine was in a snowdrift somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in Carroll County, Iowa. All right. That is Nick Nurse after the 122-112 win in Minnesota tonight. Uh, and, you know, to his point about not burning anybody out, nobody played 30 minutes. That's impressive. He's been showing that he's a master of management with, it, with this roster in terms of, you know, not playing too much, find the right rhythm, find the right combination, find the guys who want to work. And, um, yeah, I think that's important, especially coming off of back-to-back and, you know, this is a team that's playing well on the road this season as well, and I think he's really done a good term of managing the minutes for these guys. Yeah, and I think you'd agree what the box score doesn't tell you. It tells you that nobody was overplayed, but it doesn't tell you how he sort of manipulated the minutes to find the right people to, to buy in at, at you know when, when, it was, when it wasn't good in the first quarter. Yeah, and we talked about the, the Timberwolves and what they don't have is the bodies to do that. Like, fortunately, Coach Nurse has a number of guys who can step in and play in these roles or find, find the fits. Uh, we don't have the personnel to do that like the Timberwolves don't. It makes it tougher. I mean, but I'm not taking anything away from Coach Nurse. I think he's done a great job this year in terms of managing the team, um, getting the rise to the occasion, and getting to play the right way and and throwing the different mixes of the defensive looks on the teams to kind of get what he needs out of them. More analysis next. Uh, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca. Toronto in control right now. Hollis Jefferson down low. Great pass to Ibaka. Up fake. Jams it down. Toronto by 15. And a lot of the Raptor fans that made the trip from Winnipeg and Thunder Bay are starting to revel in the team's success. What a great pass by Hollis Jefferson out of the left post. Team effort, 122-112 the final. Ibaka with 24 minutes off the bench did not start tonight. 5 of 13, 0 for 3 from the outside, both from the stripe. Uh, six rebounds, three assists, a steal, and plus nine on the night and 12 points. Very industrious and, you know, recast for him. Yeah, I think that, you know, the NBA is always moving parts, moving positions, playing roles. And I think Serge is a guy who's shown that, you know, even last season when took, you know, forced to come off the bench in favor for Marcus Gasol, really stepped up and embraced that role. But also when Mark was out, stepped up and played at a high level. And I think he's not going to get double-doubles now, obviously, in the minutes that he's getting, but he's still going to continue to contribute. I think that's the kind of sign of a vet player that you need to kind of buy in for a championship contender. Player of the Game is brought to you by 241 Pizza. Get a large three-topping pizza with their deep, cheesy garlic loaf for nineteen ninety-nine. Call 241-0241. Player of the game would be? This is a tough one. It is. I'm going to counter what you're going to do. Oh, really? Well, we'll we'll cover all bases. Okay. You got to counter for that? Sure. Well, sure. So let's let's read his lines. Sure. 29 minutes, 11-6, 7-8 from the outside, which is impressive. Uh, Four rebounds, two assists, four steals, and plus 20, 29 points. Pretty impressive. It is. However, I'm going to go with Kyle just because it was Kyle's scoring that actually got them out of their doldrums. 
28 minutes, 10 of 17, 5 of 8 from the outside, 3 of 4 from the line, uh, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 28 points. And I think that what we're trying to say is if you combine the two and throw in Norman Powell's 20, you get 77 points. That's fantastic. I mean, the backcourt play has been phenomenal. And I think even like looking at Kyle and Fred as uh, really two point guards, two under, you know, smaller, not underside, but smaller point guards, and what they can do to NBA teams uh, is incredible. And I think you're right that it's you, both choices are solid, and the fact that they are this deep and this strong. I was looking it up. Um, Raptors are 13 and seven on the road this season, fourth best road record in the NBA. 14 and seven now. What, four, no, no, no. Sorry, 13 and seven now. You are correct. Thank you. Fourth best sorry. road record in the league, which is what? saying yeah. something considering all the injuries they've had this season. I mean, that's phenomenal. Mark, Fred, Pascal, everyone's you know been out, and they still found ways to play at this high level. Sometimes you forget because I mean it's a three-game winning streak, and you go back and, and in a short period of time, like what three days. Uh, yeah. The OKC win was uh, sort of the breaking of the the blowing of the the fifteen to eighteen point leads and and getting through that. Uh, the next uh, next game against Washington is is just definitive and, and tonight's definitive and and so that's you know you you could talk about well the opposition doesn't really matter you, you don't make the schedule you have to take care of your business and they've done some really nice progression or evolving over the last three games yeah and I think you know that's that's the mark of a good team as they get their personnel get back into the rhythm and get who they are but also like we could talk about you know we expect these kind of things from Kyle and Fred or we're not we're not surprised by these performances but as the secondary guys like you mentioned Norm Powell in terms of how high level he's playing at and you know Kochner's talked about in the post game in terms of the high level confidence he's playing with and, and you see it and he's doing it on the offensive side and defensive side too but the fact that you can get that kind of play out of a guy like him and you know we talk about evolution and what more do they have left in them or what do we see and we see that we've seen glimpses of Norm doing this kind of stuff but to see him do it at a c- consistent level and come off the curl and take that shot and you feel that like I see that shot I'm like okay I feel good about that shot it's like eh, you cringe he's taking that shot with confidence and he's knocking them down well you know when you watch Kyle, Freddie, and Norm. They'll both all three of those guys will zip right through the paint. Yep. And right or left hand off the glass. Yeah. You can't stop it. Yeah. I mean that's a who has three guys like that? Yeah, you know, and we talked about in terms of in the pregame show what the Raptors defense and how it turns the offense. And I mean looking at like they have seventeen turnovers, twenty six points off turnovers. 17 points were fast break points. And I think one thing is you see they get those steals and they're gone. And they're in transition and they're making those high, high degree difficulty layups off the glass. And you've seen that from Kyle, you've seen that from Fred, you've seen that from Norm. And when they get their offense like that, it just makes it too easy for the, for the, for the Raptors offense. Oh, I like the 17 turnovers for 26 points. That tells you a lot. There's some weirdo stats here. For the, so the assists that we, we tracked for the T-Wolves, 33 assists on 38 buckets. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, except, except for what does that tell you? I mean, you, you can flip that around and go, oh, that's fantastic. They're moving the ball around where they're not getting open shots. But they took 50 from the outside and canned only 14 of them. Yeah, I mean, they shot 40% from the field, so they assisted great on the ones they made, but they didn't make a lot of them. <laughs> what do you do with those stats? It's, right. it's like, oh, it worked here, but yeah. it's weird stuff. And 50 from the outside is quite remarkable, isn't it? Yeah, that's a lot of... That's, that's far too many. I mean, you can't you can't shoot 20% shooting, taking 50 attempts. I mean, that's... More than half your field goal attempts were from the three-point line. Crazy. Uh, so in terms of the rest of the Raptors, we should go through some of this stuff. Pascal tonight had 14 points. Uh, your take on OG's game, just because we talked about him in, in the pregame. Well, for those in the pregame, I, I just felt that I need to see more from OG in terms of, especially when, the t- when other stars were out, seeing OG give you more, um, like step up and fill those gaps, kind of like how I've seen Norm do that. And, you know, he was kind of 
you didn't really innocuous tonight. I didn't really notice OG on the floor tonight. I mean, his line 0 for 4, 0 for 2 from 3. He had two free throws, uh, three rebounds. And a turnover for two points. Yeah. So zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks. You'd like it, something it, in there. Yeah, in 24 minutes. And I think yeah. that's that's something that, like, I don't need 20, 20 points from OG, but you definitely need more, whether it's like a solid performance defensively or even like knocking down a couple of threes. He has to give this team more than that. Well, you'd like some of this. So Hollis Jefferson's line, 24 Ooh. minutes, three of three, uh, and uh, none from the outside, no attempts, three of four from the line, six rebounds, four assists, two steals, two blocks, Plus 13 and, and nine points. That's what you're talking about. He's stat stuffing. And I mean, I think, you know, in the same amount of minutes of OG, exactly. Both of them played 24 minutes. And I mean, you got, and granted, you could argue that, you know, Rondé's playing against like the second unit or whatnot, but he was able to create, he was able to do things, you know, steals, blocks. Assists. You notice him. He's making things happen. And I think that's all you want from an NBA player. I think like stars have to score, but you want guys to contribute in different ways. And I think that's what I, I want to see more out of OG. Another guy who had a busy line tonight, although not the point total from last night, uh, Gasol, 20 minutes, 2 of 6, 0 for 4 from the outside, which is a big drop-off from last night. Uh, nothing from the line, uh, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and he had uh, plus 7 on the night and 4 points. He's, he's involved. I mean, even if even his point totals aren't there, defensively he's involved. Exactly, and I think he looked for his shot tonight, and then he wasn't dropping, but then he saw that, obviously, the point guard, the backcourt was was making those shots, and he found those guys. And I think his ability to kind of move the ball and dictate the offense as well as play defensively uh, is always going to be big. If you get the offense from Mark, that's a bonus, but he's also going to give you more than that. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do like a, a half-season half report. Okay. Go back over the first, well, now it's 42 games, and uh, see what we have. There's a bunch of questions here that our producer, Arad, has put together, so we'll go through this and, and see where we differ. Let's go. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball, TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca. Drives, kicks it up top, stolen by Hollis Jefferson. Rondé front court to Lowry, pull up three, far side, good. Down the bottom of the well for the little man from North Philly, 86-79 Toronto. Absolute brilliance tonight from Kyle Lowry. I mean, the guy is 10 for 14 for 28 points. My goodness. It was 86-79 at that time for the Raptors, and that's those uh, points I was talking about where Kyle jump-started the rest of the offense and, and really led the Raptors to victory, of course, uh, severely su supported by Freddie Van Vliet, who also had 29 points, while Kyle had 28. But those two guys certainly stirred the drink tonight. So after 42 games, let's go through this. Question number one. Yes, sir. What is your ideal starting lineup? I actually just made an adjustment to mine. Oh. I, so originally my answer was going to be the current starting lineup we saw tonight, which we've seen throughout the season, which would be Kyle, Fred, OG, Pascal, and Marcus all. Right. Um, the last couple of games that we saw this big front court lineup of Serge and Mark, as well as Pascal. Um, but I'm going to take that front court and put Fred and Kyle in the back court. So Kyle, Fred, Pascal, Serge, and Mark. Oh, big. Yeah, because I, I, I felt that um, the rebounding was there, and I felt that their ability to switch was, was good in that lineup, although... You know, and it poses a matchup problem for the team. Of course, you don't have a big coming off the bench, but we saw how last year Nick Nurse had the mark answered in the lineup and how effective that was. And I think that, you know, after the knocks I've made on OG, I don't think it would hurt him to come off the bench, but seeing the balance of firepower you have in the backcourt and size you have in the frontcourt, I think that's an interesting lineup. It's kind, you, of, it's kind of a tough question because yeah. it depends on the matchup. Uh, but, you know, what you come out of this is, is that, uh, and, and I'm talking about the playoffs, 
I mean, you can match anybody because you've got versatility. I, I kind of like the one that he went with tonight just because I know it wasn't OG's greatest night, but, I mean, the onus is on him to step up, so he's got half a season to do it. And also, too, I think, like, defensively, he's still relatively solid that he's going to give you. Even if he's not giving you the points, he can step up. But also, when you talk about matchups, teams have to match up against the Raptors now. I think... Well, that's we wa- true. We've watched this team for a while, and we were always concerned about what we would do to counter right. to measure the matchups. But I think based on what this team can do that, um, you know, especially what Nick Nurses can do, he can feel confident doing what he's going to do and letting the other team worry about what he's doing as opposed to saying, oh, i got to figure out how we're going to do this. Well, he could, he could start with tonight's and then five minutes in, put Serge in and... I mean, it, it's so... Uh, what I love is the versatility. Exactly, and that's the beauty of what he can do where it can be... He can do whatever he likes, and most ways it's going to work out. Uh, question number two. Who are the unfortunate people at the end of the rotation that will now have to sit? Well, it's m- even more unfortunate because we've seen them step up and play well oh. in the absence of other players. And seeing that they can do that because, you know, we relied on the, the main guys for the early part of the season. But seeing a guy like, you know, Chris Boucher come in and play well. Um, Matt Thomas, who can knock down the three ball, won't really get those opportunities to do, do what he does. I think those are the two guys I really look at in terms of that are not going to be able to get um, the minutes and touches. I think, you know, obviously, that's my answer. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that, and I would I totally agree with you. I mean, Boucher was a, was a very nice story and did a really nice job. And, like, tonight, three minutes, and I think it was maybe even less last night. And, and I mean, he's he's a great kid and, and adds a lot, but there's just no room. Yeah, I mean, if Serge is, if Serge is playing like he played tonight, you know, 12.6 rebounds, three assists, it's hard to find those minutes for him. So, um, But the other thing is they've shown that they can be ready when needed, and I think that's what's positive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, question number three. Who is your MVP of the Raptors season so far? Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's if, – if, if everyone was playing full games, we'd probably have different answers here, but I think that in terms of what – what we've seen and how this guy has still continued to uh, lead this team uh, with his play, shoot the ball at a high level, um, still do all the dirty stuff you see him do and drawing charges and, and playing that gritty game he has. Um, I think he's, he's still carrying this team, and I think he's still being a leader. I, I keep going back to this. We talked about the championship residue, and everybody's just sort of dealt that and driven it into the ground. But it, it's still a relevant storyline for me because it applies to Kyle. It applies to everybody. I, I don't think when the season started that we assumed that they would keep evolving, and they have individually and yeah. collectively. It's a remarkable story. I, I would concur that, that Kyle's the guy, uh, you know, you could argue several other ways, including the coach Nick Nurse who's done uh, – he's evolved too, which is really remarkable. Yeah, I think you look at Nick Nurse and, you know – of course, when you know the management gets the hire of who they want, and it's their guy, you kind of think it's like, okay, sure. But he's really, you know, he's you know, coach in Europe, he's coach in the G League, and you can see. I think the thing about him, you can see the stuff he throws out there, the stuff he tries, the way he motivates his team, the different lineups. He really does different things, and he's really co- he's showing you a spectrum of his coaching, as opposed to like. Oh, the players are playing so good. You can't really contribute to the coach. You can attribute a lot of what happens with this team to what Nick Nurse throws out there, and that's that's a sign of how good he is. Seems like an odd thing to say, but the man just wants to win. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and he and, wants and, the most out of his players. And he's he's fair and honest and straightforward and creative with his thinking. And the sad part about that is you can't say that about every coach. No, they want no. to win their way. No, oh, exactly. you're not doing it my way. You're out. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and I think that's that. You have to be flexible. I think you have to like. There's a give and take with, especially with leadership. And I think that you know, understanding your personnel, understanding your players, and trying to get get them to, to all buy in is key. 
Who has been the biggest surprise for you? Um, That's interesting. If, if you asked me a week ago, I might have had a different answer, but mm. um, Norm Powell is is my biggest surprise. Really? I yeah, I, I, I really didn't, even though like at the beginning of the season he was going to be the starting two guard, I just thought that I felt we kind of, I thought Norm was who he was, what we've seen. We see glimpses, you see glimpses of who he is in his career where he can step up and play well, and then, you know, he's better suited to the second unit. And I'm not saying you should start over Fred, but the way he's playing right now, like I don't he's think surgical. We, see, we haven't seen a stretch of him playing at this level for this long uh, through his career. I mean, you might see him play good defense or good in transition, but the three ball, getting the basket, just going out there like, like he owns it. And I think for me right now, he's been a great surprise. Confidence. I have to go with Davis just because undrafted. I mean, he's, he's had some really superb games where he raises his, uh, the bar and his uh, you know, season totals or, or game performance, and it's happened many times. Wasn't, wasn't that great tonight in terms of points, but last night he was, and I mean, this, this, is, this is an absolute find. Yeah, and I think you, know, you said the same thing with Norm. I mean, the confidence that Davis has as an undrafted rookie going out there, and we talk about like, you know, how Fred bet on himself. Like, this guy can, can shoot the ball, he can defend, he plays with confidence. Um, he doesn't look out of place out there at all in the lineup. Here's an interesting question, and, and it's probably the wording that you, you have to sort of take a scalpel to. Are you having more is that, fun is this season? Is that a dig on the well, question? No, no. It's, you have to just you have to oh, really, so it. Okay, deliver it. Deliver it then. Deliver it. Are you having more fun this season than you had last season? Okay. Yes. In terms of watching this team, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I think um, there was expectations on them last year. Um, with a player of Kawhi's caliber, what he's done and how it's supposed to come together. I mean, I don't think anyone thought, oh, for sure we're winning the championship. But there was definitely an expectation because, you know, we took a big shot in trading DeMar DeRozan and what this team could do and, like, having a guy of his potential. There was expectation there. Yeah. Now I think there's no expectations because, oh, well, you got rid of your best guy, the best two-way player in the league, the guy you give the ball to within the game or the guy who matches up against the best defender. And... This team is still playing at a similar level, even with the injuries, and they're finding ways to do it. And you're finding like all these surprises, you know, like the evolution of Pascal, uh, Terrence Davis, Norm Powell, Fred playing at a high level. All these things that are happening that are still, you know, good and exciting. And I, I think it's fun. What you about know, you? Nothing could ever surpass the four rounds of the playoffs. I oh, mean, that's right. of that's course. that's of course. that's a one-off. You don't get to see it very often, and, and it's a special moment. And something that you know can last forever really uh, but in terms of the regular season i find this team absolutely magic you don't know how it's going to happen you have confidence that somebody's going to do it you have total confidence in the coaching staff and i, I think some of those things are the result of what happened last yep. year you know last year what did we know about nick nurse yeah we, we didn't right right uh, what do we know about Kawhi? We hoped there was an expectation, as you say, uh, and then the magic of the four the four playoff rounds absolutely sold it. But this team, you would have expected, would have been lost, would have been mailing it in, would have been in search of something. This is on a nightly basis pure entertainment. You don't get that on many teams. Yeah, and you hit the nail on the head when you said obviously winning the championship because after winning the championship, you find ways. To, to win. You find ways to make it happen. You have that confidence, you have that belief in yourself and your teammates and whatnot. And I think that's what makes it so much easier uh, for the team to get through a situation that a year ago or two years ago they probably might have stumbled or not kind of... Oh, and they did. Right, and not find the way. And I think, yeah. So I think that makes it easy for these things to, to overcome these things. I mean, like these last two games, 
if we go back to a game that we would have done, what, four years ago, they would have lost one of those two games. For sure. Just because that's the way it was. Yeah, and because and, and they tended to fold when the, when the runs would happen or didn't have the answers or, or trying to go back to the same thing too many times. Well, they would hurt themselves. Yeah. Uh, this team does not hurt itself. And, and to a man, I always go back to this story individually and collectively. You can see the confidence of, of knowing that they have won a championship. And that goes to the coaching staff, yeah. too. And that's not something you see all the time. Sometimes there's burnout, whether it's physical or emotional. These guys are energized by it. Yeah, and you have a balance of, you know, vet players like, you know, Kyle, Serge, Mark, and then you've got young guys like Pascal and Fred. So I think that that mix makes it very interesting in terms of everyone still kind of having the same mindset and the same belief. And you mentioned like Coach Nurse and his staff kind of instill that in all of them. It's a, it's a fun story, I got to say. And I would, so I would refer, change that question to so far because you're right. So, you yeah, can't, so far. You can't compare no, the championships that, to that this. That is absolute magic right. to go through those four rounds and get better by the round and uh, meet obstacles. You know, when you're eliminated, something doesn't work out. Right. And players uh, sort of soft sell that, and fans get upset, but something just didn't work out. When you win, it worked out. And having that experience and what we saw last year through the playoffs and how this team, you know, bounced back against even Orlando or Milwaukee, I think that kind of stuff in Philly, that stuff gives you the belief that, okay, this game isn't over. This team is going to find a way to win or find a way to overcome. And I think... Having that confidence, we talk about you know confidence of Terry Davis, Norm Powell, when your whole team knows that, okay, we've been here before, we can get through this. That's, that's... Well, and what, what did they survive? They survived a stinker of an opening game. Yep. Awful. Disappointing. Yep. A four-bounce shot in game seven. Right. Buzzer beater. And then they follow that up with two straight losses to the Bucks, and, and then they absolutely control one of the best players in the game four straight nights. And the best team in the league from last year, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a phenomenal story. And then you walk into Golden State and you win every game in Golden in Oakland. Yeah, who does that? And I think so. All those things make you feel that Kawhi or no Kawhi, that we've been there, we know how to do it, and we can continue it again. Well, and I think you know, in a, in a dream scenario, you would want to bring in this guy who wins you a championship, and after he leaves, he makes you better for it. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I think like that mindset, that pedigree, that that's rubbed off on all these players. So while Kawhi is not on the floor doing all he does, the way he operates and what he's shown this team and helped this team get to is still there, and that's not going anywhere. So to answer your question, in the regular season, it was my question, actually. More fun. Playoffs, we'll see. Playoffs, we'll see. Yeah. But, but what happened in the playoffs will make you feel much more confident with the playoffs this year, without, even without I'm not going to worry about the first game. <laughs> which we, was we, a, we know it's throw that game out already. Which was a problem over the years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're opening at home. Guess what's going to happen? Not much. Okay. Uh, post-game sound coming up next. Raptors win at 122-112 over Minnesota. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050, TSN1050.ca. Raptors win at 122-112 in Minnesota. Go to 28-14 on the season, 13-7 away from Scotiabank Arena and continue on to Atlanta on Monday night, returning home on Wednesday against Philadelphia. We'll have the Wednesday Philadelphia game for you right here on TSN 1050. In terms of performances tonight, Kyle Lowry last night, weren't you a little scared when the knee collision happened? Anytime Kyle Lowry gets hurt and you kind of like, if he gets hurt like relatively significantly, it's always he goes straight to the locker room. And you know, whenever it goes to the locker room, it's always a bad thing, but Kyle kind of like I always get concerned because you never know how bad it is. And now right. I, it's almost like 
it's like a little bit, it's extra now. But I, every time you see a player go back, they're concerned. So, I mean, the fact that he's okay and looking good um, was, was a good thing. 28 points tonight, and here he is postgame. Kyle, you seem to come out with a, a lot of a lot of juice, a lot of jump. Not that you don't always, but uh, it it, uh, it seemed like tonight. Maybe were you more rested after not playing a lot last night? Yeah, yeah. when you play less minutes, you definitely feel more rested. But you know, we had an extra pot with Freddie coming back, and um, this was a big game for our coaching staff yeah. and Matt Thomas. And you know, we wanted to make sure that we played really hard for those guys. And um, you know, Nick, Nate, are from out this way. Coach Donaldson, Brittany's out this way. Matt, you know, we yeah, we yeah. yeah we got big fans here so you know we know and it's a big game for us you know we always try to be better on the second half of the back-to-back on that note some fans drove like 14 hours yeah, from thunder yeah. bay and winnipeg and places like that how, how good is it to see that here our fans are great man our fans are some of the best in the world and you know we try to reward them by playing hard every single night and giving them everything we possibly can on a nightly basis so um that's why we you know we love our fans and you know we know we just not we're not just playing for toronto we're playing for the country of canada what was the feel like with back in the lineup with Fred tonight? You know, it's just easy. You know, it's always the same with our team. You know, he's stepping back in and he's playing efficiently as he is. It makes a big difference. This is uh, your first game with the top eight guys all healthy all year. Uh, game 42. Because uh, Pat was injured uh, oh, yeah, to start the year. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, does it feel like that? I mean, oh, obviously man, not. Like just another game, man. Honestly, we just got to continue to get better, grow, play with uh, energy and pace, and just continue to, you know, plug guys in. And, you know, when you get your opportunity, take advantage of it. Kyle, you comment on Norm's play? Norm's has been great, man. Honestly, Norm's been great all season, man. You know, uh, coming off the bench, he's kind of, I think he's finding this groove and knowing that, listen, he, he got a score for us, and he's getting a lot of open shots. And when he's aggressive, he's at his best. That is Kyle Lowry postgame. So, Mr. Watson, I have one final question for you. Final, that's it. Well, it, 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 it goes on and on and on. Okay. So, Freddie Van Vliet was a star tonight. Yes. What was it? Was it the 29 minutes? Was it the 11 of 16 shooting? Was it the 7 of 8 from the outside? Was it the four rebounds? Was it the two assists? Was it the four steals? Was it the plus 20 or was it the 29 points? It was the shooting. And I think, obviously, I say shooting collectively because the three-point shots were great, of course. Seven for eight, seven for six. Seven of eight. Seven of eight. But his ability to get to the basket for the non-three-point shots, and I think when you're that good off the dribble, you have to respect. It's like you have to pick your poisons, and the fact that he can shoot from outside or get to the basket makes him a threat, and the defense has to adjust as well. And I think that his confidence coming back in his first game to play at that level and that, that level of confidence was big. It was just great to see him back, and you didn't have to worry about him finding his rhythm. It was right. there right from the start. It's funny because even when Pascal's first game back, it was the same kind of thing. And I think the, the fact that these guys get back in, they don't miss a step, is, is very encouraging. And one thing I take from you know, Kyle's post game there, everything was matter of fact. Not that Kyle's going to care, but this is the level they expect to be playing at. Right. We talked about being champions. So yep. this is what the expectation is. They're honoring their championship. Exactly. Freddie Van Vliet, postgame. Nick was pretty uh, tight on the minute limit. He told us about 28 and seven, eight-minute stints, and you hit 28, but you made the most of it when you were out there. Yeah, you know, making shots, you don't argue much about it, so I was able to get on the board there. And I think with the first minutes restriction I had with my knee coming back, I, I just I probably had the wrong approach with it. So just trying to be a little bit smarter this time around, but um, I think playing at ease like that allowed me to, to not press and um, just let the game come to me. What do you mean the wrong approach? Just like I was fighting it too much, you know. Yeah, it's pushing it too much, and um, yeah, Alex definitely went back and forth a bit. It's different injury, obviously. Yeah. 
Um, so I think I was just, I wanted to come back full force and it affected me. I was thinking about it when I was out there, thinking about when I'm coming out instead of just playing. So, Fred, uh, what, is, what is it that it means for you to come back? You look at Norm, Al Mark, all you guys have come back and really not seem to miss a beat. What is there? Uh, there's two things. I mean, I guess it's just the work that you put in while you're out, obviously. Um, give credit to the to the training staff and, and the coaching staff for the work that you get to work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't been able to do much, unfortunately, but um, I know when those guys are out, they were working hard every single day and just to stay ready. And then the rest is just the team, you know, letting guys come back and put them in the flow, and that's just the way our offense works. It's hard to replicate a game in practice. Yeah. And it seems like when guys are coming back, there's no slipping. Yeah. I mean, just you go hard. You go hard every day, and then when you get out there, you let your instincts take over. But I think the best thing that most of us has done is trust the training staff and let them do the work and take the timetable, no matter how good you feel. Take the extra time, take the extra games, and come back feeling pretty good about yourself. And then you can go out there and just let loose. And, um, you know, we've been able to make shots, and maybe that's just a clear mind and, and feeling fresh legs and, and whatever it is. But, uh, you know, something that we got to continue to keep down, trying to do, and hopefully we don't have any more comebacks. You know, right, the guys, right. we don't need to come back from injury, but um, in the event that that happens, the guys put the work in. With the minutes restriction in mind, were you surprised at all when Nick kept you out there with three fouls? No, I, I knew that's why he kept me out there. Like, I wasn't gonna, yeah, I wasn't gonna have a chance to file out for the most part. I got close, but uh, they definitely uh, made it made it hard on me there. But um, you know, I, I think that we all knew going in what it was gonna be, and, and he allowed me to, to extend my run, um, and hopefully that you know that type of trust will will keep building over time. When you were out, what did you see the team was missing? You knew you'd be able to provide besides six to Just that, yeah, that, but obviously seven threes helps. But I think just that, that other playmaker and that other guy to touch the paint and um, facilitate and on the defensive end, another anchor out there. So um, I know what I bring to this team, and, and obviously that was missing, but the guys did a hell of a job while I was out, and they played their butts off. And I think the last two or three games, I was seeing the offense kind of find its way back, um, especially with Mark out there. And uh, I just I couldn't wait to, to join the party and, and get out there and play with the guys. I mean, you guys won 24 games with, I think, I don't know how many guys missing, 10, at least 10. Um, if you are sort of healthy, do you have a different view of the ceiling of this team going in the second half? Uh, no, not really. I think um, it's hard not to, to use last year as a reference point, but I think for most of us, that's what we're doing is just like keep pushing, keep plugging. Obviously, stay healthy, you know, God forbid, but just keep pushing, keep plugging and put ourselves in good positions towards the end of the year to be in position to, to be successful. So, um, you know, hopefully we keep building and practicing and growing and, and um, you know, the sky's the limit for us. Internally, we don't really care about outside expectations. So just trying to stay focused. Yes, they are. And so really on track for a 55-win season. They are on track at that with a, a roster that was decimated for most of the first half which begs the question, what happens when they're healthy and if that health stays for the entire second half? Well, we're seeing it right now. I think I haven't never been caught up in terms of what the regular season record is going to be for this team because, you know, there's a lot of teams who are trying to go for more. Um, I just look as long as the team has home court advantage in the playoffs, they're definitely a threat. And I think that they have the best playoff uh, rep resume, the best playoff expertise out of all the team, top four teams. And um, now we're seeing this team come together. And I think, you know, one thing to look at, we talked about these bounce back games. We saw Mark against the Wizards and, and Fred against the T-Wolves. 
And you got to take the schedule a bit because it's always easier to come back against weaker competition. And I mean, I know every team in the NBA is, you have to respect your opponents, but you know, it's not like they were coming back against Boston or Philly. So they got a chance to really kind of do a little more, have a little more latitude, play their game a bit better because the opposition was weaker. So that helps you in terms of getting your rhythm back because, you know, does Fred take this many shots like that against, you know, a top level team? Probably not, but this, this works in their favor. And of course they're playing the Hawks next who are the worst team in the NBA. And then, of course, Philadelphia at Scotiabank Arena. So. But see, you get those tune-up games, yeah. right, to, yeah. to match up against the, the, the real games that matter, right? Well, it's not like they were extending themselves, though. They did this in a, in a real workmanlike fashion yep. tonight. You play teams in front of you, right? Yep. Dwayne, it was fun. Thank you. It's always fun with you, Jim. Thanks. Dwayne Watson, thank you very much. Uh, 122-112, the final for the Raptors over Minnesota. Thanks for joining us in Tangerine Raptors basketball. TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca.